0: Visit Arcade Club, Europe's largest classic arcade, with over 200 video and pinball machines. There's classic consoles and computers. There is also PS4s, Xbox Ones, Wii U, PC and Oculus Rift, and regular tournaments and competitions. All machines are set to free play. Open Fridays, Saturdays and Sundays. Check out arcadeclub.co.uk for more details. Tenpence Arcade are proud members of the Throwback Network and the Retro Junkies Network.
1: Hello and welcome to the Tenpence Arcade Podcast, an award-winning podcast. An aw- What award, Vic? Well, oh, this award here. one I just wrote. With crayons? Yeah. We are an award-winning podcast. My name is Victor Marland, a.k.a. Vertvic.
0: I'm Sean In Your Face Holly, and we are the best podcast in the UK. Best arcade-based podcast in the UK. Did you know that? That's another award.
1: Aren't we the only UK-based arcade podcast in the country? Uh, yeah. So therefore, we are the winners. Yay! Go us! Two awards! Yeah. Do you know why? Why? Because we've been doing so many arcade things lately. Shall we mm. speak about those things? Yes, that's a good idea. Let's. Well, the first one, the biggest one N E R G. NERG. Nerg. <laughs> How cool was NERG? That was a sassy move there, Rick. Yeah. I'm <laughs> Nerg didn't was see that. Excellent. So, as we usually talk about NERG, what do you reckon the highlights were? Well, we've got some audio, haven't we? We have.
0: I have put my highlights in the audio, but seeing so, we haven't talked about it together, have we?
1: Not really. What were your highlights? Well, I think, obviously meeting people, that's one of the best things we do at We all get together, which is good, Mm -hmm. a little party atmosphere. Yeah. Phil, big Phil, who organised the event with his family and friends, absolutely brilliant, very accommodating, sorted things out for us. Absolutely brilliant. We didn't get a chance to talk to him much. He was so busy as he always is. So, Mm. bang on, brilliant from Phil, big Phil. I enjoyed what I could get on the pinballs. They were busy, busy, busy. I had one go of Ghostbusters pinball. Ghostbusters! And it looks amazing, sounds really good, but I wasn't very good at it. I think you have to obviously have a few goes to get into it. But there was queues of people getting on it, and I couldn't get on the others. So that was a bit of a shame, actually, but... Because they're so brilliant, I suppose. And because people can't afford hundreds of pinballs in their own home or even have room for them, they go on when they're there. So that was really good. I loved some of the consoles. Got onto the consoles. Uh, as you listen in the audio, I bang on and on and on and on about buying stuff. I couldn't mm. find anything to buy. But never mind. I did buy the wife something in the end. I bought her a little plushy toadstool from Mario, a black one, to put in her car, which was nice. Mm. But I've as, when we get to the pickups, I've been gone a bit mad and bought a few things from pickups so we'll talk about that later so i'm happy mm. with that uh yeah it was just fun The fun night out we went out for a few beers on saturday night with about 10 of us that was fun mm. enjoyed that yeah. yeah i really enjoyed that uh newcastle's lovely place i really really like going there so friendly mm. uh yeah the, the event was just brilliant I really enjoyed it we saw ben uh ben and kerry they come on a sunday nice to meet up with them again mm. uh, yeah just general mucking around and playing games. I quite got into play ads with you. You keep mm. banging on about that, don't you? Yeah, but you beat me. I did, so I like that game. <laughs> so maybe we'll do that one in the future. But I'm sure Charlie Farah and you and other decent shooters will beat us at it. Weird game. We mm. played it on a little a little cabaret machine there next to the Phoenix, naturally, because it's very similar to Phoenix. And I think the board is a little bit wonky Actually, it's doing certain things we didn't think were right. Or was that just Mm. us being a bit wonky? But the high score was either
0: resetting or kind of knocking a a certain percentage off the high score, weren't it? It was very strange. Yeah.
1: And the game always, I think, because it it was like a sort of sequel to Phoenix.
0: Mm, Kind of, yeah.
1: But it's not as well made or got as many levels or as good as Phoenix. So I'm not Mm. sure if they just popped it out as a sort of quick sequel and it doesn't really look finished, because the graphics are very odd on it, aren't they?
0: Yeah, it's odd. I, I really like it. I, some of the gameplays
1: odd. We couldn't work out the guy mm. at the end. You know, you sort of beat up the, the little ship at the end, which isn't as big as the Phoenix one. We weren't mm. sure how it was getting killed, because you shoot the holes and explosions, and then all of a sudden you stop shooting and it just blow up anyway. Perhaps <laughs> he's got bored. He's got bored. So I'm not sure about that one. We'll have to sort of look into that, maybe, when we do some research on it. But it was fun playing. Mm. I enjoyed playing the little Rally X that was there. I yeah. really enjoyed Hunchback as well. Mm. I've forgotten how good Hunchback is. I used to love that as a kid. That was one I played in the chip shop when I was at Wee Nipper.
2: Mm. Definitely good that game. One.
1: Yeah, it's a really good game. And obviously Berserk is always good. And all the cabs I used to own, because I used to own that Berserk. I also used to own the Little Phoenix. Uh, what mm. else was there that used to be mine? Yeah, I'm not sure really. Obviously played Dig Dug as I always do, and I can play it in my garage. Uh, yeah, it's lots of good fun games. But I played some odd consoles as well, and some normal ones. Some quite rubbish ones, actually. Mm. <laughs> Rare and, and lovely looking, but the games are just a bit pap. Mm. But back in the day, they would have been cutting edge, you know?
2: Mm. So mm.
1: that's fun. Well, I'll tell you what, we'll put the, the bits about Nerg here, shall we? Yeah,
0: it's about 40 minutes, so set your feet off and lay back, kids.
1: And put this on. <laughs> Is this thing on? Yes. Oh, Victor Martin. Here we are at the NERD 2016 event. How are you, sir? I'm still sore from my arcade hand experience. Well, what was that doing? I had arcade hand, didn't I? No, it weren't you. It was the other guy. Okay? Oh, yeah. Right, anyway, we're going to have a walk
0: around at these lovely, lovely cabs and machines and the... what else have we got? We usually some... call
1: it a, a walk round. We've had a That's bit of a pie. It. We've had a pie already. So a bit yeah. behind. I had a quiche. So, it wasn't very good, was it? It was an egg-flavoured quiche. egg no flavored quiche. Mine was a pie-flavoured pie. Aye. Mm. Pie. We've been looking at the arcade machines, we've had a few games and a few things. I've beaten you at no,
0: Playhards? Only so far. Ah. The days, but young. That's a good score though. I beat you back. Clihards. Yes. Plards, yes. however you say it. All these cabs are uh, supplied by James
1: RGP. A lot of a lot of electrical and Goliath, which I quite mm. like Nice stuff on them. Good cabs. Yeah, I like them. Sure. We're, I mean, we shouldn't do a, a walk ramp, in any one of those, but we're looking at a few nice games now. Yeah. I'll make D Zine there on. Nemesis. He's got Nemesis here. Yeah. There's a game next to it that is Wonder Boy. Wonder Boy. Mr. Charlie plays at high score on that. Yeah. Let's have a look at the cab race. That's the ones we play most. In. Come on. Oh,
0: this is in, in a there, this, this is in a different location this year, but it's it very is. similar in style. It's a sports hall like the other one.
1: Yeah, it's quite full of people. Is it? Yeah, there? quite full. He must have sold out, I reckon. Yeah, I think he has. Yeah, which is nice. Loads of nice things to buy, but nothing I quite want yet, which is unfortunate because I really want to buy something today. There's some really Cheetos there. Oh, I don't want any Cheetos. All right. I used to have them when I go to America oh, next. There's a Pokemon bead arts thing. Yeah, if we really do with some Pokemon bead arts, couldn't I? It's really took off that bead art. Have you ever done any? I have, yeah, and then got bored of it. I actually made one of those bob and Bobs. It's what my cup sits on the microwave. Oh! I made a house out of beads. Did you? Yeah, felt a bit. Oh, <laughs> Look, the cabarets they've got Arkanoids back on it's secret
0: again. credit button no one knows where that credit button is it's weird it's underneath yeah, the a marquee put, someone's put a bit of tape on there with the word secret credit button Yeah, it's no, not quite it's secret no longer anymore. secret clear these the cards, it's, so, like, it's only a little
1: 20,000 on It's 2018. it might be that lad just kick him in the shins oh, well. there's only 12 There's something wrong with that, that PCB it goes a bit funny doesn't it yeah that's why I won
0: that's because I was being you 1942 yet. I haven't yet no I
1: had a quick go on the little Cabaret version of Rally, Rally X. X. So yeah. I really would like that cabinet. That's a UK version of it. A little Cabaret. Mm. It's a it's Bell nice. Fruit licensed one. Ooh. I love that cabinet. It needs to be in my in my garage. I think it's, it's a nice game. Garage. Pack and paint. Never well, yeah. got into that one. That's a Crush Roller, isn't it? Yeah,
0: Crush Roller or Make Tracks. Yeah. It's a weird it's a Zachariah it's version It's a weird one. Oh. Mr. Do's Castle which I like oh, from the 161 podcast Neil 1637 is here he's and, he's, and he's still playing hunchback
1: still playing hunchback it's Mr. Neil 25 we don't want to put you off how are you that's doing the screen looks a bit weird on. me you died then is there a screen going it's on starting it starting to flicker uh-oh. Oh, no. I'm blaming that for my abysmal performance oh, oh. oh he's doing well Always oh, he's doing very well that's a good score 102,000 that's a great
0: score is it or not it's a good score yeah he's right? always near the end oh he's got oh. an arrow in the back of his head oh. Oh, yeah. do you know what if this weren't two people talking you might do better you in Let's leave him. him alone. Yeah. We'll get right, you guys. Is it Mr Tronads being a spectator. at right, Mr Tronads? Yes. <laughs> yes. Well, sir, is a man of many words. You going to show us oh, you know that, because or
2: I've wrong? been looking for the last two hours, you know. I'm have you? Oh, oh yeah.
0: Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, he was eating pies as well. He was. No, yeah. Wasn't? Chips and gravy. Chips and gravy.
1: And he sat right yeah. next to the cube up, Right for right northern really? chips and gravy. I was playing cuber on the way and up. Gra- chips yeah. and gravy. Yes. I was playing that on the way up. I'm <laughs> okay. uh, Traverse you Traversius. Do you know that is
0: not bad? You've just got it's left, right with an accelerate button. I to
1: have the PCB of universe not bad. Also, that cabinet comes from my hometown, it comes from Weymouth. Yeah? I put James onto that, it was in a second-hand shop, my brother saw it, Ooh. And I put him he bought it. Oh, it's got a wobbly screen. It, yeah. It's got go live. All right. That screen's proper wobbly. It is.
0: Hello. You need hear the lovely sound there. Cars. Yeah, I think, I'm not sure if one of them's brake, oh, I think there's lo- high gear and low gear, I think. No, can, oh, I can't remember then. It's 150 miles an hour, that's quite quick for that bike, isn't it? Yeah. It seems quite easy so far. I, I think it does go faster than this, you know. Try, try the other button,
1: no? no I mean oh, sorry, sorry.
2: Full?
1: I used to have the PCB, this is one of my early PCBs I have, I think I got rid of it because I didn't really play it. It's called Zippy Race as well. I'm not, not sure. Name for it, I'm is sure it right? It is, yeah. Get away from me, car, you idiot. <laughs> oh, got some oil. Is that
0: good? Yeah, you need oil and fuel, Oil's I think. good. Oh, 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 you've got to slow down on them bits. What, that? Is that it? Right. Got Blasteroids next to it, which is a weird asteroid sequel. Yeah, I'm not too sure about that one. No, you run out of power too easy.
1: Galaxian. Charlie fires him in on there, because it's not 500 billion points on it. Uh, Sorry, Good game. Has uh, that got well, a well, in it? hasn't, has it? No, nah, it's a normal stick. Still feels good though. Oh, Dig Dug, I'm going to go on that later. That's my score on there. So it's still on there. Yeah, yeah, still there. on there. 313,770. Yeah, that's what we'll have to have a go on. Ben Foster? Because Mr. security well, said so it's good. Yeah, with yeah, yeah. said so we should... I have had a very, very quick go. Yeah. So you can win a t-shirt giveaway. Yeah, that's a dip think, switch, isn't it? You you that's can probably t- out of date now. I think. Yeah. About like 30 years. There's a couple like that, a uh, screen at the end. So it's Clanks, actually. It's nicest because you've got a Roadrunner, a Marble Madness, and a Roadblast in the same line. They're all in the same system 1 cabs. Yeah. Awesome. Tubing, which is unusual. It's working now, apparently.
0: And a Jedi Patriots 10 oh a big Patriots 10 with the two massive screens in it Ooh. I was lugging that round Liverpool last weekend I bet they're heavy they are heavy I mean. Cobra Gauntlet 2 next to it that's nice and rubbish Simpsons on the Simpsons Space Area Super Hang-On Afterburn. i say that's a Sega row there look oh yeah loads of Sega games Thunderbird Thunderblade and
1: Thunderbirds Thunderbirds Virtual Fighter. Right, no, Virtual Strike, it's got loads of Sega machines. That's, that's another nice. one
0: that is so heavy, that cab, it's unfeasibly heavy. So in it's
1: got 28 inch screens in there, that's it. That's about it for the, um, this is all the cabaret row and the Sega row really. Yeah. There's the games on the sub, it's quite busy around there, so we not going to go around Let's so have a little right little look
0: around the console section.
1: I was, I was trying to buy myself something that's in the stalls. so there's a few things I wanted oh, a yeah. tootin' car ooh it's alright that can go and right. stick itself up itself aye yeah. it's it's almost good rolling thunder oh, it's almost frogger. Oh, it's frogger. Good. Yeah. I can beat that score I'm going to beat that later on Black Holmes actually looks in good nick as well I like that Yes, pole position two, that.
0: It's pole position two board. OK. That's mm. oh, got a bit quieter and now we're away from the cabs. Yeah, we're loads of, uh, of stalls and that, Ooh. selling stuff. Mr. Russ J. That that make, tell, all right. I am Jimmy. We're recording live. It's
1: recording live, I, yeah, Yes, it, it will be, be live. Right. 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 Whose
0: who's hands have I shaken already? I can't remember.
1: <laughs>
2: shaky, 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 handbag. shaky.
0: We're, we're going to edit yeah. Russ's comments out there about us being overweight. Yeah, because we're not at all.
1: No, we're pleasantly plump. We're arcade weights. Yeah, let's go and look at some pinballs. Yes. Apparently they've got the new Ghostbusters. That's an expensive game. Yeah. Apparently quite good as well. So we'll have a look at that. It Lones is. There's of stalls selling from a walking park. There's some pinballs there. Black Rose, that's a good one. Rolling Stones. Monopoly. Monopoly. Monopoly.
0: ACDC. Medieval Madness. Manus. Uh, ACDC is a newish one. Medieval Madness is not workable, it. I'm trying to it work it's not on uh, fast plate that's that ballet one we were on about earlier yeah you can link them together oh okay, yeah it's a basketball mm. game isn't there? you can link two of them to... yeah
1: 19,000
0: fish tails swords of fuel that's the one I like was oh, yeah. it? that was a bit flint okay I really like that one another many one. them one's actually worth tag team <laughs> I yeah.
1: love to look at that table. It play very well, but it's wide, isn't it? It's in like, the 3D view in the back. It's got loads of like, little lights and mm-hmm. it makes it look like it's 3D. Ah, uh, yeah, I didn't see that it's before. It's
0: quite short, isn't it? But it's also a wide cab. Yeah. I'm short and wide, that
1: was next to the Space Event that I first played when I was a kid. Wow. In the same cafe on, the, on a roadside wow. cafe. Wow. There's loads of cool pimples here. Yeah? What else? There's yeah, another Black Knight. I think I'm to play Fire. I want to play Fire, Hey, look, that. There's then two two
0: fast breaks linked together. Oh, yeah, cool. I don't know. I'm not sure how they do that, but with a wire. <laughs> <laughs> this is yeah. This is Northern Lights pinball, there's isn't Ghostbusters it? Ghostbusters up there. Oh, end. let's have a look. All nuts, isn't you? Not around there. Look at that, listeners. Ghostbusters. You of that? Where's the Hobbit? They had a Hobbit uh, a while back. You're a Hobbit.
1: Oh well, it is. Oh yeah.
0: Wow. It's, it's nice, got it? it's got a backlit. L C D whole screen. So it's not okay. got your DMD
1: display at the bottom there. It looks really nice though, doesn't it? All yeah. things from the movie. Brilliant. Yeah. This It's all survived Pinball Heaven. Supplies of everything pinball. Yes. Excellent. A Lord of the Rings next to it, obviously.
0: What else should we look at? Console corner. Right. But it's not a corner, corner, it's like a big line. Oh, road
1: chairs with pinballs well. Very nice. Old games, yeah. Things to buy yet? I really want to buy myself a few things, but there's nothing like quite put my finger on what I want. We've got we're at a stand with like
0: all like an old yellow Nintendo there. Oh yeah. You know you can clean that off with is it acid?
1: Not acid. That would, that would certainly clean it off and everything else. Some kind of peroxide stuff. Yeah, it's called pipe. Yeah, it's like a bleach. You put, you lay it on, and then you put it in the sun for a little while, and then you wash it off. And it it takes a very thin layer off the top. Ah, works well out,
0: apparently. I would do that on my snares, but I haven't got one. It's a shame or, then, innit? it? Oh, I used to have one. It was
1: a lot of murray mints. Hi there. Okay, we've got lots and lots of toys and like, plushies you can We get have here.
0: one indie game developer Ooh, here. Blockchips. Blockchips. Illegitimate cool. love child of Space Invaders and Tetris. Shall we have a go at that in a bit? I
1: think the show looks really nice. Mm. Cool.
0: Some little kids there playing Minecraft. Loving it. Some bags and t-shirts and stuff down this side. And hats and things. Little plush toys.
1: And them helicopters oh, oh look at that some people playing um, that drum game Tycho Drum Master that, is that actually a console on PS2 PS2 I think they've beating it to death I think they've played this before yeah they're pretty good at it good getting out yeah and the was it an arcade yeah yeah it's a car we it Junior yeah sure you get the
0: Hey. Like, What's that? that? Oh, Avengers. Pitbull? Yeah. Pixel arcades.
1: That's Massive arcades are huge. Tune of buttons. Oh, Tune of buttons. Loads and lines of content. Yeah.
0: There's some right weird ones, really ones I've never heard of. Ones. Yeah, yeah, really old ones. Look at that, like a SNES clone.
1: Oh, yeah, it's a SNES it's got on there. That's quite nice. That is a Super Nintendo Junior, that isn't it, It's a real one. Is it really? Yeah, it's just an odd one. Wow. How oh, cool yeah. It's a little uh, homemade cabs Have the looks of it as well. That.
0: Geometry Wars, love it. Mm. It's on the Xbox 360. It's I thought Geometry Wars is a shooter, not it That's just a dodger up No, it's just one le- le- shooter. That was just a dodging level.
1: Yeah. Yeah, you can get different levels. That little thing there, Xbox Super Vision That's playing mapping Little tiny patches coming up. cool. Right like that. Yeah. Video
0: pack that's the uh, Odyssey 2 Odyssey 2 by another name. Well, that game's actually really good. That's uh
1: KC Munchkin. Casey oh, remembered it looks like a cross between Ladybug and Pac-Man. Yeah, the, the little the levels move around the walls move around
0: Pulsar. Remember the levels moving around on Pulsar? Yeah, yeah,
1: you loved that game didn't yeah, you? I did like Pulsar. Yeah,
0: brilliant. I love the sounds on it really nice unusual sounds on Pulsar.
1: It's nice to see lots of people playing as well. Yeah from right. people just walking oh, me, around talking, Tommy Puta.
2: Tommy
0: Puta. I think these consoles all belong to that one guy, don't they? They do,
1: yeah. I can't remember his name, but he's a very prolific collector. He's got hundreds of them. Yeah. Some really, really odd ones as well. That Tommy Puta, I've never seen one before. It's a really weird looking thing. It's got a frog carpet around on the top, which is always good. There's a little information, yeah, it's nice flag, to the little
0: information by all these things, and this one. A T- uh, Tommy Tutor was also known as the Tommy Pew P- Oh, okay. Oh and a- a- known in the UK as a grandstand tutor, I think I may have heard of that. I haven't. It's an odd one to me. Philips, CDI. I never I never knew anyone with one of them, did you? No, no. I, know. I knew someone with Hobbit. a 3D O
1: Actually, I had a Philips cd <laughs> <but> I <laughs> yeah. never really played it. I think I had some, had some rubbish games for it and never really played it. And besides, yeah, it's very special that he poked you, then.
0: There's a lady there with a very tight corset on.
1: Yeah, she only poked you she walked up. Yes. It's a very, a very pink, Ooh, keyboard. pink keyboard. That's the pinkest keyboard I've ever seen in my life. Win 3XO. What is that? It's what, some kind of PC thing, PC isn't it? Windows 3.1 games. Well, that's really old school. Jeez someone playing uh, Dragon Ninja
0: versus the other people. bad dudes bad dudes they're pretty bad they do look a bit bad Sony Playstation that's a new one what, what kind yeah. of kind of sorcery is that never heard of it Spyro the, no not Spyro Crash Bandicoot sorry Crash Diddly Squad <laughs>
1: Some little tiny kids play looks Minecraft? Is that Minecraft? No. I, yeah, I, yeah I, it is. I, I, I simply don't know. I'm too old for Minecraft. It, yeah, I think it is. The crafting of mines? Yes. It's a very clever game, really. Yeah, it's good to get the kids involved. They seem to love it, don't they? Mm. Loads more stalls. we're walking past. Yeah, there's a lot of vendors here today. There is, but I still can't find what I want to buy. I looked for some television stuff there was a few things. Nothing that I actually wanted, though really after the, uh, the, the arcade conversions. Yeah, a, lot, a lot going on there
0: lots to buy I'm That's after a, nice a, um, well. a medium sized jammer cab well, I haven't seen anything yet I might be able to sort you that
1: one in the future <laughs> but
0: we'll,
1: we'll talk about yeah. that off mic Yeah. loads of stuffs. as in Atari Jaguar. The Jaguar 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 yeah loads of, we're looking at a wall of uh, boxed consoles which is lovely Master System 2 I might just have to buy myself something I'm not sure what though what shall I buy buy me
0: some ales tonight I'll buy you some ales. I'm going to try them real ales that people are on about Ooh. Ooh, oh, lovely, ooh,
1: heavy but nice. Ooh, lovely, yeah. So I'm also looking for some projects. I've got some projects in my mind now. You've got tons of stuff already, to and do. I want to buy some, maybe some old consoles that don't work Have to you use f- the, the cases. Uh,
0: Have you finished that
1: Vectrex controller yet? I'm halfway through it, and Sarge said he will finish off doing the wiring. There's only a bit of wiring left to do, so next time I go and see him in a few weeks, I'm getting two in and hopefully finish it off because I still need the time. <laughs> so what's that someone's playing a master system obviously Duck Hunt with a really cute little NES Advantage joystick that's nice Castlevania yeah good game got loads more uh, options to buy yeah not bad prices I'm an old one too I'm an old one too i a Wreck-It Ralph there he is with so his big hands massive hands an Xbox here it looks like it's got uh, CoinOps 7 on it I think you have gone going mad about that if you're, you yeah. know how to use main and stuff I think CoinOps 80's just out isn't it, or <laughs> oh, coming really? out yeah okay that seems a nice way of getting a lot of stuff on quick in one
0: little package oh yeah I got one for my brother but I'll oh, right. try playing Flicky but I can't get on with the Xbox controller Some, uh, it's a huge thing and it, I just couldn't get
1: the hang of it I suppose it's uh, I've got one of the green see-through Xboxes original Xboxes and it's got the slightly smaller controllers with it. They call them the, the smaller ones. Right. I think it's for the Japanese market where they've got smaller hands. Ah. Uh, and they're actually physically smaller. There's a chap there wearing a Pac-Man suit. That has got to be the best suit I've ever seen in my life. It's very good, isn't it? He says he's playing Chuck the Egg. Well done, sir. Pac-Mania on the Amiga 1200. That's a really nice version. It looks cleaner than the arcade version. It does look good. We'll have to have a do with that. Yeah, Amiga 1200 is the one to have, I think. I got a 600. I had a 500. Everyone wants a 1200. I think it's the best one to have.
0: I did have a 500. I loved it. Is that Lunar Rescue there? It looks like Lunar Rescue on a spectral video, is it? Wow. that's one S- S- Sinclair Vegas uh, the ZX Vega the handheld one I tried it earlier on and I think the controls the, the D-pad there's a big recess in the middle of the D-pad and it's hard to oh, get really? the hang of if I, you look I at I had it, a bit of a rant about it in my while back. Yeah,
1: I'm not too keen but I will have a go there's
0: another Pac-Mania it's Pac-Mania day today that's from the
1: Commodore 64 and it's got one of those limited edition red cases never seen one I have now it's different colours you can get blue and clear I think as well someone it a little while back yeah, I was one. One. Dragon 32 there? Sorry, Dragon 64, that's the upgraded one.
0: That doesn't look a bad version as well of Pac-Mania. Yeah,
1: it's pretty good on the 64, isn't it? But why is Pac-Man wearing a, a
0: bandit's uh, kind of a bandana no, bandana thing? Yeah. Oh, that and
1: goes, the, the oh, ghosts are as well. I reckon that must be a hacked version. Could be, couldn't it? Yeah, it's fun though. Oh, someone playing Puzzle Bubble at the end on a X68000 NEC. Oh, sorry. Sharp, sixty-eight thousand. They were really high, highly sought after. Those for the yeah. really good Arcane conversions. They well, looks exactly it. the same as the arcade, doesn't yeah. it? It's a bit more squashed. Yeah, I would to the say screen. Yeah, yeah, nice version. That's about it, I think. It's yeah, some no
0: t-shirts over there and other sorts. Should go and play some games, aren't we? Yep.
1: the rain outside. It's good.
0: Yeah, in a bit. Yes. Yeah. Well, Victor, it is. 21 minutes past six, we're back at the Hotel Ramada.
1: I think you'll find it's 10 pence o'clock. <laughs> oh, it is. And we've had a right good time, haven't we, at Nerg? Yeah. Oh, really wow. good, A really good day. We've got an obscene amount of biscuits over there.
0: People have been giving us biscuits. I We'd, can count five packets of biscuits. And there's two more in the car. Yeah. Oh and we've God. eaten two packs. Yeah. So we've had two big packs of
1: custard creams, three packs of dark chocolate hobnobs, and one light one that me, a light one Neil sixteen thirty seven gave me a pack my birthday. of jammy dodgers and a pack of them Lotus biscuits. Do you know what? Ironically, right. I dodged the jammy dodgers. I'm not into them. They're too dry. That I, drink. I don't like them. Too dry. It's got a jammy bit in the middle. The jammy bit's probably the best bit. Mm. You nibble the rest away, and then have the jammy bit. I think. Well, I do. So, what's the plan for tonight? Well, we're going to go out, have a few drinks with the lads. We're going out with the Minimum Power Down, guys. Yes, the Minimum they know, Power Down. They know the way around, them lads. Yeah. Wonderful Phil lives is here. Phil lives, yeah, here. Phil so lives always, here. Always a pleasure with them lot. Always a pleasure, never a chore. Yeah. So it's pretty good stuff. I've played a few games. I haven't bought much. I bought a Nerd T-shirt. I think you yeah, got one as well. me too, yeah. Um, but I haven't really bought... I'm itching to buy something. I want to mm. buy...
0: Buy me a pint.
1: I'll buy you a pint, yeah. Mm. But I wanted to buy an Intellivision game or maybe... an. I was looking for like a ColecoVision console... Mm. Because they're quite good for the arcade conversions, but it was quite expensive, the one that was boxed. How much? It's 120 quid. How what I'll do it? is I'll oh. wait until I go to America and probably pick one for about 40 quid. They're well cheaper. Did they right? not do them like flashback versions of that? You can get a flashback, but I've got a flashback ColecoVision. Is it any good? But it's not got many licensed arcade games on it, because the thing with those is they, they can only really do their own games, not the licensed ones. And their emulation, aren't they, then? Yeah, they're pretty accurate, I think. Mm. Um, but yeah, I want a real one, really, because you can get um, the multi carts for them to put as many ROMs you like on there. So I can have all the arcade conversions. The arcade conversions are pretty good mm. for something so old. And I was after an LCD PlayStation One screen for me, little white PlayStation that clips on, but couldn't find one. So now I've been so good on the old pickups, unfortunately. I want to buy something, but there's nothing. There's been really a lot fancy. there, though. There's a lot there. There's loads of stuff if you're into <laughs> consoles. It's brilliant for that. Mm. I actually saw. The Neo Geo Hyper 60, 64 board someone was selling. I've only got one i those, I never play that. Has someone selling boards? Only one. It was oh. only one, and uh, I think it was the Neo Geo cart as well. Mm. So, yeah, a bit of arcade stuff there. A lot of arcade stuff. Right.
0: Yeah, I've enjoyed it. A lot, a lot of arcade games, some good ones to play, some ones we haven't seen before. Yeah, I had a quick go Joust 2. Yeah, that's good,
1: isn't it? Very similar game, actually. Very similar. Yeah. A lot it's more... got a
0: weird speech on it. I'm not too sure about the speech. It I not hear good. That. Yeah. There's a lot like more background to bump into on Joust 2, I think.
1: Yeah, there's more rocks and stuff involved, mm. and you can turn into a different horsey thing. Yeah, I don't know what that does. It gallops with its hooves. Oh, it, I think when it says on the instruction bezel, if you turn into the Pegasus creature, it's better on the land. You can run around on the landings. Because you know, you skid about with the ostrich. Yeah. And when you turn into the ostrich, it's better in the air.
0: I think oh, that's, that's clever.
1: Works. That's how it works.
0: It's like survival of the fittest, really, isn't it? Yeah.
1: That's what mm. it's called. Yeah. What else do I play on? I'd have gone Star game, which is like Defender, which is Rocker. I couldn't play that. Mm. I enjoyed Cuba. I always enjoyed a bit of Cuba. I was mm. playing it up on the way up here on my Vita. I've got it on there, a rebooted version and the normal version. And yeah, we've been chatting more than anything, haven't we? Yeah,
0: I do enjoy We're that part a lot. Of bit, a lot of biscuits to get through. There is a hell of a lot of biscuits. I'm not going to have any tea.
1: Oh, I don't think so. I might have a burrito. Mm. There are any small yeah well they're not the size of a handbag so <laughs> i one of them like, make
0: sure it's not a handbag and it is a burrito a handbag with meat inside
1: <laughs> that is black with Ooh, some meat <laughs> handbag Well, the lady's purse that's what I call a meat handbags. <laughs> hello can I have a meat handbag please you know what we should do in a minute we should make use of those coffees free coffees we can have yes we can have necks and biscuits down I think
0: mm. yeah
1: and then on to more playing tomorrow yep I'm not sure there's anything different going on tomorrow. They're the same vendors again, is it? Oh, yeah, it will be. Okay. Yeah, yeah, Hopefully they'll bring some more stock, because I think a lot of them are local, aren't they? Must be, yeah. There's, one, be there's one that's in, in the Newcastle Market, that video game store, I think it's called, or that mm. game shop. Yeah. He's pretty good. Yeah. We met him, haven't we, a couple yeah. of years ago? Yeah. yeah. I, I've, I've actually met him in his shop before, and I did a tour of the north. He's a decent place. he's good good prices as well, actually. Some of the prices were a little bit pricey, but you, you often get that at a show, but normal carts and loose games and that are quite pro, quite good price, I think. Right, right. Yeah, some of the maximum power-up power, power up guys bought a few things, and they said they were pretty good price, and they know their prices, so mm. jolly good.
0: Right, we so we'll have a good night, and we'll check back
1: with you readers a bit later. With no, no sore heads, I hope. Um, probably. A little mm. bit, maybe. Mm. We'll see. Try not to. I'm not good at I know anymore. Mm. They don't
0: like me. All right, goodbye, kids. Bye. We're, we're Hi kids, I'm here with Maximum
2: Paul and we've got something to say about Nerg. How have you found uh, Nerg Paul? Cool. I've really enjoyed it, it's, uh, it's been a good laugh. I've uh, bought quite a few Super Nintendo games that I needed from my list. Um, played a few games, been a few pinballs. It's been fantastic for pinball this year. A lot of new tables that I've never seen before. Uh, yes. You know, the Ghostbusters one. That's the, good, uh man. Yeah, and only had one quick go on that. Uh, the Hobbit. Uh, I don't think I've seen lots of things here before. Uh, what else? Yeah. X-Files had a bit of a go on as well. Yeah. Um, and where we're at the moment looking at Pac Mania. Yes, now you've got a theory about Pac-Mania, haven't you? I have. Run us through it. <laughs> but basically, <laughs> after it listening to that. your episode with your Pac Mania challenge, yeah. I played Pac Mania for the first time yesterday in, in many a year. Yeah. And the problem with it is when you press jump to jump over ghosts, yeah. bearing in mind there's usually two of you following, two of them following you, yeah. and of one only just a bit behind, so yeah. you do the jump, and it takes ages to stop. It bounces, doesn't it? He? does yeah. bounce. Yeah. It does yeah. a double bounce, and yeah. you just slide straight into the third ghost. Yeah. So what I don't understand is, in Patland, which is before Patmania yeah. 1984, he had, yeah, he has legs. Where's his legs gone? In Patmania 1987, he has no legs. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Now, yeah. if he had his legs, you know, just reattached them and yeah. then jumped, it could be some sort of like hyper sports type thing or track and field. Field, yeah. Where he'd have more control to stop. He wouldn't be doing that annoying double bounce track and pack. Track and pack. pack there and we field. go. Yeah. Pack and field. There we go. Yeah. So yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna get back on this later. I'm watching this little kid at the moment. He's doing a lot better than I always do. Yeah. You know. And I think the thing is, he doesn't use that bounce button. It's just uh, it just kills you. I don't think he knows it works, does he? I don't know. Oh, he does. Oh, he oh, does. Well, he to he he's, he's use bounce. used to bounce, but only one go, sir. Maybe we'll I'm just terrible at it. We'll have to get our programming friend Darren to put Pac-Man's legs back on. Yes. He can hack ROMs, you see. Get him to put the legs back on, it'd be a lot better game. I think that's a charity way to tap him. Pac-Man wants his legs, his leg loss. Yeah. He's had, he's had one too many like we had lost now. Yeah, I think we might might have done. We, we had far too many, yeah. Well, yeah, this kid's really good at this. Yeah, he's doing well, isn't he? I know. Right. I feel bad when a little kid's better than me most things I think everyone's better than you aren't <laughs> they really are see again about a jump and he doesn't kill him I tell you what you're good at the role playing games aren't you I that's like those yeah, yeah, anything you can grind and level up Yeah. You know. that's a but different yeah. discipline I think a lot of patience you need for role playing games these are just ten minute fix you're done I know but yeah he's done alright like this yeah. definitely oh there we go double jump again right I'll leave it to you to I'm going to play Sinister if I can get on it better just, just shove him off yes. yeah there's any little kid I'll get him off hey Vic day two
0: of
1: NERG how are (laughs) you? how are you? a little bit delicate but how are you? I'm better now actually thank you you're alright now there's some little children chucking stuff around hello (laughs) he's smiling he did he's lobbing his green thing uh, I feel better now. We, we had yeah. a few drinkies last night. We did. Uh, I feel better now. I've had some iron brew and some Diet Coke, so I've had a bit of caffeine put in there. I'm all right. And bacon. That all sorts you out, doesn't bacon it? Bacon always it's fixes yeah. everything. It's a well, kind of we got, magic We've got bacon. a thing we were talking about earlier. We're going to try and get some high scores today. Yes. I played Marble Madness earlier. I liked it, but it's too hard. Well, well level, level one's damn easy. Level two's all right. Five and after three, that, it's rock hard. There's only six levels. I know. Apparently you can finish it in about six minutes, can't you? Yeah, it's one of the quickest arcade games, I need to play... I just remembered I need to play some pinballs so I didn't play any yesterday so they will all being used I think it's I want to play that on. Swords of Furious Swords of Furious How many Swords? They're furious Yeah we'll have, yeah, have to go on that Yeah
0: Something Yeah, really enjoying that. this one it's a great atmosphere as ever, ever isn't it and, uh, I'm going to fix some really nice I'm going to pe- help
1: James fix some things there's uh, a few buttons and that have gone a bit awry so I'm going to yeah. grab some keys off him in a minute and mm. fix I think the Dig Dug the left hand button the one I use is a little bit dodgy it probably just needs cleaning mm. but um, yeah give him a hand be fun. Do you know what I
0: have on my key ring? What have you on your key ring? I've got the holy grail of arcade keys. Oh, a 250 key? Yeah. Yeah, everyone's got a 250 key. Yeah, I've got one on my key ring now. I'm but officially part of the tribe. You are?
1: Yeah. 250 key always works. Mm. Universal keys. Yeah. Yeah, so
0: I'll probably do in a minute, actually. Be mm. good. So we're just having a quick break in the big refreshments area,
1: which yeah. is huge. George, I'm having to sit down. There's a lady over there pink Yeah, it's quite nice, that, isn't it? I'm not, I'm not sure what cosplay character shoot is. Is she, she a Pokemon is.
0: she could be could be that Pikachu guy or, or or what's his name Iron Man Iron Man that's the one Iron Brew Man it's
1: Iron Man got pink hair
0: Good have Good have yeah I'm going to try Sinistar again I want to try and beat the, the Ron Howard guy I've never beaten I've him I've done it a few times I remember doing it as a kid as is well is it like 13-14 bombs you need to bombing yeah, with. I you, you need it tells
1: you when you've got enough, and it tells right. you when
0: he's alive. And as right. soon as you chase it up, you hit the bomb, and it blows him up, and half his face falls off. Mm. that's right, it face. Rat in face. But straight away you press the bomb button. As you soon as just... he's on the screen, yeah. He yeah, right, yeah.
1: comes straight for you, and the bomb will hit him. I think you can knock a few bombs off in one go, though. Mm. To, it's to quite. It is properly. kind of unfair. Some of it. It's really fast, isn't it? But and when, when, it when again, he's building to... himself up, you can go and break him up when he's building himself up I didn't know that you can find him and, and kill him as well can you because yeah, oh. his little helpers oh. are trying to build him and you can smash his face off but he keeps building doesn't yeah, he yeah, yeah. alright so that's just for more points basically is it? I think so but I think the, the idea is to go and get your mine the, the ore to get your bombs yeah. so you can get him Alright. right Alright right, shall we be playing that later indeed yep catch you later kids
0: Mr. Victor Marland. Yes. Hello. Hello. What do you think of Nerg 2016? Now it's it's r4 on the last day. Is it r4. Four. Four-ish. Four o'clock on the last four. day. Quality to- podcasting well, here. Yeah. Can't even
1: get the time right. Basically, it was very Nergy. Yeah, well, that's a new word, Nuggy. which means awesome. Mm. Really enjoyed it. I played some consoles earlier. I had a quick go on a few pinballs, but mainly they were being played a lot, so I couldn't get on them, which mm. is a good thing. Yeah, played a few games there, enjoyed myself. Uh, I bought a little thing called wife. What do you What her? you buy? Her? I bought her a little a little mushroom. Oh, Mary, mushroom to put in a car. Very so, nice. Like, I bought something. Yeah. Oh, uh, biscuits. biscuits. Plenty of biscuits. Plenty of biscuits. About like
0: seven packs of biscuits in the room that people have bought us. Seven packs. Yeah. <laughs>
1: you know that like biscuits Yeah, i yeah. yeah. to do that. Uh, enjoyed it a lot actually.
0: I'll be coming next year. How about yeah, you? I will. Excellent. Yeah, I really enjoyed it. Excellent. It's been a great couple of days.
1: Mm. Mm. So we're gonna get off now, right? Well, have a good trip back. I will. And you enjoy uh-huh. moving the machines. I'm Not gonna enjoy morning. that, but it won't take too long. It's a necessary evil, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. Oh, well, then, Mr. Glove. Oh, I'll see you, mate. you soon. Bye no, bye.
0: Hey kids, it's 20 to 2 on Monday afternoon, we're driving back from NERG, we stopped just off the A61 near Harrogate, and I've got James RGP with me, giving a lift back to the back to the black. Yeah, uh, hey Sean. How you doing mate, what, what was NERG for you, uh, can you just dis- describe your experiences? Um,
3: oh sorry, was there a show? <laughs> and I'm being serious, was there a show? <laughs> <laughs> um, yes, yeah, think... you had Barrett buried in the back of cabs for two days. Uh yeah, it's been this, so this year's been different because we've been at Gateshead Leisure Centre instead of the International Stadium. Yes. Um, no, the show itself has been fantastic, uh, the crowd that come up to it are unbelievable, the staff that have worked at the Leisure Centre um, supporting Phil and the rest of the team, get the job done have been brilliant um, and, and the show was fantastic
0: it was awesome wasn't it yeah. I, think, um, I think the highlight for me thinking about it was playing Joust 2 yeah. in a proper cab a, a strange game but I really enjoyed it, it's got a bit more character than the original Joust, I wouldn't say it's a better game but there's a lot to it and I'd like to play a bit more of that <laughs> so I need to go up to Mr Bomb Jack's house and play it
3: yeah it's, um, it's what not one I've even managed to get to play like I say, just it was sat there. I saw it, and everybody was on it constantly, which is a good thing for a show. That's what you want. Did you play anything? <laughs> didn't play anything apart from. Oh, I got scowled at because I had to play test the outrun after we'd fixed the motors by somebody who was like, "How dare you get inside this machine when I was queuing for it?" <laughs> <laughs> no, I say that. I say that in all jest. Um, no, occasionally we do have to actually jump on and play test stuff. Oh, did I play anything? No. 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 Not a thing. Oh well. I, I didn't, Which is unusual, because I I sometimes at least find a couple of hours to talk to everybody and and go around and sort of do things. And No, I I didn't even get anywhere near the pinballs. There was the Ghostbusters pinball there that I never got to see. The Hobbit, we couldn't get on it because everybody was on that constantly. Uh, All we could do was hear it from uh, from the staff tent. I did manage to find a very good trader who was doing some very good condition Atari 2600 cartridges, boxed, though, and I'm kicking myself. That I didn't pick up the Aquarius that was there, that was on a 50 quid. That's an old console isn't it? It's an old computer. And computer. It's, kind of, it's kind of special to me because of a, a very old friend of mine, who I'm still in touch with called Martin, who, he had one at his house and there's a cartridge block you can stick in the back of it, an expansion pack and it lets you have um, joysticks and you can put game cartridges into it and he had a, a, a Discs of Tron game for it as well as a few other different things and we sit there and like write little computer programmes and, you know, what is your name, 20 goes to 10 and all that kind of thing <laughs> um, picked up a Vanguard cartridge that was boxed very, very good condition boxed for the 2600 I have tons of loose cars but I really like collecting the boxed versions now I'm, I'm not on to look out for all the Parker Brothers ones mm. so Armidar and Frogger everybody strikes back uh, yeah I, I mean I have all the cartridges and I have a Harmony car why would you go why would you want to actually why would you want to own the original cartridges and, and, and the boxes and everything hey I'm a collector yeah. mm,
2: at that's the end it. of the day yeah. I
3: might have a copious MAF I all this arcade stuff and take it round everywhere, but I still like the 2600 it's so simple it's just you can't help it, and the Kalika vision as well. Mm. Yeah.
0: Um, I know you like that one. Yeah,
3: what, I mean, what else, can I, what else can I say about the weekend? Uh, I, met, I did actually get a chance to speak to. In passing, quite a number of people who who I love to see from up north. I mean, it's Paul Spriggs, he was up there. Shout-outs, uh, yeah, shout-outs. Shout-outs time, time. Big, up, big up to the Paul Spriggs, you like, it. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't get to meet Jim Bowley. Apparently he was there, and I wanted to meet him. I don't know him. Uh, he's the guy who's made the Robotron uh, stick panel thing. It's a USB, proper set of arcade sticks, Robotron... Oh, desktop done, panel has he done Defender as is, well yes that's oh, exactly I've seen them yeah, yeah. I think he's also been building some cabaret cabs as well I think Dave Bombjack said that he had built a Stargate one or something like that, wow. that he was bringing down or, it was, or he built it for Dave it was, um, a, a Paul from Maximum Power Up he, he was there
2: yeah, uh, Phil.
3: Yeah, yeah Phil Phil Maximum Phil oh yeah yeah, yeah. see so I, I did meet him very briefly uh, it was good to see all the guys from up in Scotland as well have come down yeah. so Mike and Ian oh yeah uh, the highlight or sort of the can I say it the shit your pants moment of the weekend was Goodbye. when the Outer decided to catch fire near enough on Saturday morning so we've got this honking great big Outrun Deluxe Cabinet you know the one the Ferrari Testarossa
2: version yeah Fair very new. good condition as well that. yeah
3: uh, oh don't worry a couple of shows will see <laughs> a couple of shows with <laughs> some climbing all over it will yeah. sort of that problem out right? anyway so we took it up there and it had worked fine in test but obviously I'd only given it really light testing and Saturday morning powered it up and it was working 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 and somebody says it's a strange smell it's like a monitor's burn, or burning or something like that You know, sort of, we used to the kind of smell of a monitor popping Yeah. so you just think nothing over no, it you don't really rush to it and it walks back towards the outrun and it's not moving somebody's playing it and it's hardly moving one way or the other sniff 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 oh my god right so as gently as possible throw the people off it as this, without alarming them too much power it off and I could see this like little plume of kind of Wisps of smoke coming out the back end um, one of the vent ports on the back of it, so, <clears throat> so we opened the fire door, let it ventilate and um, took the covers off and think it was red hot the motor. Yeah. It turns out that the two fans, uh, there's two fans, one immediately behind the motor which is supposed to either conduct air onto it or conduct air away from it, that wasn't working and neither was the one in the power supply chamber either so this is where it gets all geeky and techy like everybody likes this is when you turn the manual sideways to get the full pull out point version of of what's going of the schematic diagram Uh, so me and uh, Dan who's a member of the team were went flying over to Maplin over by the Metro so we managed to get two big fans for it so we fit those into it and on Sunday he just, he just took it he just sat mm. there and took it. it the cold air just coming straight out of it. So obviously, obviously the motor is perfectly fine it actually seemed to move better than it did before and that's, I, I don't know we did strip it down a little bit Super Stew was there um, I missed him, I didn't see him yeah he we was only able to be there he was there. he was there right until the bitter end on Friday night with us and then he had to work Saturday at his cafe. Uh, well, sadly, tea time, he nipped in for a couple of hours. Stop. We got through the whole thing, mm. and it was just I, unfortunately, it's been. I've just I've heard this morning that there's been a bit of a mix-up with the return delivery of the wagons. So when you when you load a big wagon to send it all back, you have, you're using every bit of every bit of materials handling gear, so sack trucks and dolly boards and wheelbarrows and everything that you can find to move anything as quickly as possible. Yeah. So the big truck came yesterday and we filled that. Mm-hmm. And then when the little truck came, we filled that. Because you were there and you helped put everything onto it. Yeah. And we put all the side trucks on the back of the big truck, uh, the little truck, didn't we? Yeah. <laughs> Guess which oh, truck turned up oh, first this no. morning at storage. Oh, God. Yeah. So we so had to wait. Yeah, so. And Anthony wasn't. Uh, I could I could tell by the tone of the text message that he wasn't particularly impressed. And it doesn't help you now. But all I can do is buy more sack trucks You know, four ones that go on the road with us, and four say orange ones that never ever leave um, our storage yeah. place. Basically, our our facilities. Yes. But yeah, it's it's inconvenience. I'm sure they'll have, they'll have managed because you know Anthony's fairly resourceful. So overall yeah. it's been an excellent event and I just want to say
0: thanks to the Nerd guys because they help yeah. they help well, far more than any other guys at any other event. Yeah. They're just we, relentlessly we are, he- loading the trucks and I'd, brilliant, I'd like to say that personally actually,
3: yeah. To Phil Phil, who's the organiser, Phil Marley, manages to drum up a huge amount of volunteer staff that will stick around and help us get all the games on and off and that is well well worth and overrides any other minor issue you might have mm. along the way they get stuck in everybody helps it's what do you want what do you want what do you want it's actually quite overpowering because I'm not used to it <laughs> yeah people are going what do you want next I go I don't know <laughs> I don't know what's something on that one <laughs> what do I know about what I want next just bring me a machine <laughs> what a thin one <laughs> The a thin, thinner and the thicker. What's a thicker what do you call a standard size cap Got <laughs> six inches of space left got a thinner no not that <laughs> really I'm grateful for you sticking behind until half past nine last night, quarter to ten nearly, Mm. and helping us get all that stuff off just a thank you to the team that were dedicated to me over the weekend as well that didn't have to be there but I'm really appreciative that they could and there's there's Dan Flake Stu Morton, yourself who helped out um, with the reload, Carol uh, the missus Uh, she came up and then obviously the team that make it happen back at base as well for learning colin colin was there as well and colin's a certifiable genius right (laughs) he was showing me a new gadget that he's built so not only has he been doing a bit of reverse engineer cracking uh, between him and another guy on uk fact they've cracked cracked atari's what they call a slapstick security chip that they added to the System 1 and System 2 games so Road, Road Runner, Paperboy uh, Indiana Jones yeah. um, 720 all those games um, Eve and Gorbath it's not only is he cracked it but he's made another module as well that can identify a slapstick chip and test it
0: clever guy isn't he? oh yeah he's
3: a massively certifiable genius and I wouldn't know how to fix half the boards I know how to fix but for that nurturing me along I and I've given him thanks before I swear mm. Right, cheers, James, and we'll catch you next time, kids, on the next podcast.
0: Right.
1: That was a Mm -hmm. long one, wasn't it? Didn't realise we chatted for that long about stuff.
0: I think it encapsulates the pure essence of NERG. That was good, wasn't it?
1: I particularly like the talk about Pac-Man's legs. (laughs)
0: Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Can you remember us talking about that on the Saturday night when we'd had a few shandies?
1: I think I was talking to Phil most of the time, and you you were talking to Paul about it, so maybe you you got into the... the the crux okay. of the conversation there. Yes, yes. So what else have you been up to, Vic, after all that lot, Me. So, what I've also been doing lately. Because I, I was at NERG and I didn't have much time to, to listen to podcasts and stuff, I've been listening to podcasts at work, and I've been really busy at work, so I'm a bit behind on the old podcasts, and I've listened to quite a few, so loads have come out. But a new one I listen to is the Bally Alley Astrocast with Adam Trionfo, and guess who? Chris Federico. Chris, Plus Plus, one of our listeners. Mm. It was good. The Bally Astrocade machine, or the, the Pro Astro, whatever it's called, came out from Bally and they sold it to another company, I think. And it had similar hardware to MCR hardware, like the Tron and Timber and all that sort of stuff. So it's quite interesting. Listen to that one. I've never played the machine. It looks a really old, chunky looking thing. It looks really cool. Uh, so that's pretty good. Did it not come out the
0: same, roughly the same time as the Atari 2600?
1: I think so, yeah. I think it was late 70s, mm. early 80s. But, yeah, it was a bit of an odd one. I don't think they sold that many of them, but apparently some of the games are very, very close to the arcade counterparts. Oh, right. I might
0: be thinking of something else, because the one I thought of what looked a bit pants. I had an emulator of something. It, I don't know if it was the Bally... I
1: don't know. This one's quite good, I think. Some of the games uh, on it were really good. Hmm. But they weren't straight up ports, they were reprogrammed because they had similar hardware, they looked very similar to the originals. But I'm not sure, you know, if listeners becoming podcasters, is a good thing or not?
0: Well, because they're getting good. Mm. <laughs>
1: <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah. scary. You isn't?
1: know what I'm talking about. Mm. Guess what I did?
0: What have you been doing? The new f- movie, Man vs. Snake, I watched that the other day, that was very good actually.
1: I really want to see that, I've heard good news about that.
0: Yeah, it's it's the story of the guy getting a billion points on Nibbler way back in 1980, whatever, and then he, he discovers that somebody very, very likely beat him <gasps> a few months later, and he never knew about it So all these years. He's been thinking that he was the world record holder or was on Nibbler, wow. and it, and he maybe he wasn't. It's a really good story, and it it's, puts a positive spin on the competitive arcade elements. You know, everyone loves to to compete against each other, and it's Definitely. it makes it. Makes it out like it's a proper sport kind of thing. And yeah, right, good film. Positive film.
1: Excellent. I like that sort of stuff. Brilliant. Mm.
0: What else you about to? I've been to, guess where I've been, guess where I've been last night? Because I've missed it. Chip shop? I haven't been for three weeks. Club of arcades, arcade, club, club of arcades. Oh, nice one. Mm. Any good
1: stuff there? New stuff?
0: Well, you know, I was on about the Monroe, Monroe stick on the gyrus. Yes. That they got. Well, I was playing it all night. Because oh, it's, right. just, it's just that bit better. It makes you play a bit better. You know when you're getting hails of these yellow bullets to, towards the end of the levels coming at you? And on a normal light leaf switch or, or a micro switch, it's, if it's in a gyros cab or anything, it's hard to dodge because you move too much. Mm. But with this gyroscopic thingy, what's it?
1: Yeah.
0: It's on a pivot in it, yeah. whatever you call it. You can do m- s- m- slighter movement so I could play it better, even though it was on a harder setting. I think it was on level... Eight out of eight. So it's on the hardest oh, setting. Right. Yeah. So I finally completed it. I got to Earth on Gyrus. I've always said you were out of this world. <laughs> so got to nice level one. level twenty three is Earth, and then I got to one after it twenty four, and I was knackered by then.
1: How many points was that?
0: I got two hundred and eighteen thousand.
1: That's a good score. Well done.
0: Yep, so I was reveling in my victory after playing it for almost four hours on and off.
1: Hurrah!
0: Mr. Charlie Farr comes and has a go. Oh, I haven't played this for ages. One life. Clo- clocks it on his first go. 240,000 wanders off.
1: Hmm. Bored of that. Mm. <laughs> nice one. But I've been... Also, just loads of other stuff. I mean, stuff after my birthday I've been up to, which we'll talk about later on. And, yeah, not really had much... I've been busy doing other stuff, which I'll talk about in the future... Mm. Yeah, busy, really busy. Tired this weekend. Very, very tired. I'm doing my best to get through this podcast on a positive spin. Come even, on! Even though the game you chose was awful.
0: No, it wasn't. Yes, it was. Fisticuffs at dawn later on.
1: <coughs> oh! Guess what else I did? You'll tell me one other thing. Because I've been off all week. Oh, you had a week off your swine, didn't you?
0: Yeah, because I came down from NERG on the Monday, so I, I sort of made a week of it. I went to Blackpool for a... A wander around and a meal and that. Mm -hmm. And I saw this game on the central pier called Sharpshooter by a company called Harry Levy Amusements. Okay. Have you ever heard of that? I haven't, no. Because it's a UK operator.
1: Oh, wow. What, from back in the day or a modern thing or what?
0: Well, if you look on his website or whoever it is, the the world's number one manufacturer of coin pushers.
1: Oh, okay. So it's like a sort of novelty arcade game more than a video arcade. Yeah, so
0: okay. there's lots of redemption games they do as well. That's that Subway Surfer game that I've seen in places. Right. So I've never heard of this this company, Harry Levy Amusements. Bit, no, I bet people have. Wow. There's a, there's a company history. That's a whole lot of company history. 1980,
1: yeah. Oh, wow. They've been going since back in the day. Mm. I wonder if they made all the old... Cause in the UK arcades, we used to have a healthy mix of fruit machines arcade games video games and redemption ones you know with the 2 p pushers and the horse racing games and the bingos and all that sort of stuff so i wonder if they made them back in the day but i never my mum used to play those sorts of things she used to love coin pushers and all that sort of stuff. still does actually Mm -hmm. and these sort of early crane grabbers and the things that give you little silly prizes so maybe it was the the old ones are those she that, that, that harry levy made
0: Could be. It says, yeah, the company is also an importer and distributor of coin operated arcade machines, mainly from North America.
1: Cool. I bet you they supply all the stuff in the service stations in the UK. You know, the sort of the grabby machines and all that stuff you see.
0: Yeah, probably. Probably do.
1: Never heard of them. Well done,
0: Sunfine, finding that. Mm -hmm. And that's it, really. But I've had a nice week off, nice relaxing week, sandwiched in between two weekends of perfect arcading.
1: Yeah, it's been good, hasn't it? Mm. And in a few weeks' time, we've got some more arcade goodness, haven't we? We have revival. Yes. And I think a week later, is it? We have got Play Margate. I'm not sure if I'm going to that yet.
0: It's it's a week before is Play Margate. Week before.
1: Okay. Cool. Mm, I can't make that one, but I did last year and it was good. I might do because it's not mm. that far for me, is it? Hour and no. a bit maybe. We'll mm, no. see. i will see who else is going. Hey, Sean. Hello. Shall we do arcade news? Yes. If you said no, I don't know what we would have done. Arcade okay, news. Right, it's the Qbert suitcase. A suitcase you... of Q? Yes, have you heard of this? No, tell me about it.
0: Doc Mac from Galloping Ghost was bought in a what suitcase. What a guy. Yeah. He's bought in a suitcase from a got- um, the wife of an ex Gottlieb employee, which was Qbert basically, in a case.
1: Oh, nice.
0: That they wheeled around to all the distributors, you know, saying, "Look, look what we've got," and plug, plugged it into a monitor. Do you want to, you know, do you want to buy five hundred versions of this?
1: Wow! In and a
0: suitcase. In a suitcase, and they've actually got it working. Uh, Doc Mac and his text.
1: Oh, nice one! I'm sure they would. Yeah, They're good guys.
0: And somewhere in the back of my mind, I've heard of this before, and I don't know whether it was Cuba or another game that someone used to wheel around in a suitcase to try and get deals on them.
1: That <laughs> sounds quite good though. Mm. Did it have a screen in it or did you have to plug it into an external screen?
0: No, you had to plug it in.
1: I think so, because back in the day it would have been a CRT and you never get a CRT in a suitcase, would you? But everything else is there, including the control panel, the joystick, a little mini joystick and that. Nice. I was actually playing Qbert at NERG. That was another highlight actually, because I don't get to play Qbert very much. That's good. But yeah, I was good. playing Qbert on the way up to NERG on the train on my PS Vita. Which is a lot of I love Cuba. I'm so rubbish at it, but I really like it. Such a cool game. Yeah,
0: it's it's a classic. Mm.
1: Next Defender by whom? By Taito. Taito? I thought it was a Williams game, he said, pretending not to know. (laughs) Did you know? I didn't know. I do know that Taito were the distributors and licensors of North American games in Japan. So it doesn't surprise me that Taito had a version of Defender, and I think I've seen it before. It's in a TT cabinet, isn't it?
0: Yeah, and also, this, uh, there's a few pictures up on an Australian thread. Mm-hmm. AussieArcade.com. So obviously, they probably got it imported from Japan.
1: Yeah, definitely. Mm,
0: but it's it doesn't look as good, to be honest, but at least... I like it. I like the Taito
1: cabs. I don't like the control panel. Have you seen it? Yeah, it's very similar. I mean... Defender controls are a bit odd to, to get used to anyway, but, yeah, it looks mm. pretty. So They're sort of in the, the right position, so yeah, it should be okay. Yeah, it's
0: not, it's not got the character Defender, but at least, you know, the Japanese got a Defender.
1: Mm. They also, I think Taito imported Asteroids as well, you know. I'm sure I've seen a table before like that.
0: He said knowingly. Mm. That's cool. Hmm. Next one, this is good. Researchers create a microscopic
1: game of Pac-Man. This is bizarre. I looked at this earlier. So they, they've done it with nanotechnology and they've got some kind of tiny organisms flying around yeah. as Pac-Man. Nanostructures, they've they've built,
0: is it on like a one millimetre wide Petri dish or whatever you call it? They've, is... built, they've built the Pac-Man maze, sort of backlit it with blue, and then they've put all these little organisms in and they, they run around the maze and they eat each other.
1: Yeah, it's not exactly a game, is it? But it, it's just a fun maze them to move around and observe their, their actions? Yeah, uh, they're probably looking at the behavioural patterns of
0: single-cell protozoans oh. off, the, off the top of my head. i multi multicellular predator... I think you're reading
1: that and you can't pronounce the words. Cellular predators. This stuff will make you a goddamn sexual tyrannosaurus, just like me. Oh... Pretty good. We've put the link in the show notes anyway, so people can look for themselves. It is quite fun. Did you mm-hmm. also know you know it was my birthday last week? Yeah, of June. I did, sir.
2: Yeah, it was, yeah, it's my
0: birthday.
1: Donkey Kong Jr. has got the same birthday as me. How cool is that? Wow. He's not he's not fifty eight like you, is he? No, he's not as old as that, but he's got the same birthday date as me, which is quite cool, quite like that. Nice. Tony Tempuake blogger.com's
0: been at it again with another excellent blog, Tomcat. Atari's- when will he stop with these excellent blogs? Not for a long time, I hope. Ah. Atari's lost Vector game called TomCats. That's very
1: interesting. It is, actually. It looked looked to be quite a good game, quite advanced. Mm. It was new technology this guy sort of invented and developed. But by the time he invented and developed it, Atari basically thought that Vectors were dead in the water, so they didn't continue with it, which was a shame.
0: Yeah, due to the unreliability of it. But it did have good repercussions because it went on to be... The technology was sort of modified to be used in the hard driving game.
1: Yeah, so it carried
0: mm-hmm. on. Mm. This next one, this is my find of the week. This is a fantastic website called Electronic Plastic.
1: Have you heard of it? I have, actually. It's I'm great. sure, I'm sure, I didn't look at this earlier. I missed this one when I was looking through the notes in the bath. <laughs> I got a feeling that Alex and I looked at this website before. Have yeah, But it's worthwhile mentioning again, because it's very good. It's got all the little games on there, little 70s and 80s handheld games. Yeah, everything I can think
0: of, because you know you try and catch
1: websites out by thinking of obscure stuff and then searching for it. they got it. They've got it, yeah. You've just jogged my memory, actually. You know, I was on on, on and on and on and on and on and on 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 about buying stuff at NERG. Mm. I wish I'd bought one of the little games that mentioned in that website. I wish I'd bought it when I saw it. When I went back to get it, it had gone. It's a little racing game, which yeah. you've you got a little tiny steering wheel, and you move your physical car on the screen. It's like a rolling road game. Mm. I had that as a kid, and it was 20 or £30, pounds, and I should have bought it. I'm an idiot. I should have got it. I went back thinking, oh, I might get that now because there's nothing else to buy. It was gone. Mm. But yeah, that one's definitely on there as well. There was a game I had as a kid. It was a clockwork game, but it had an LED on it called Blip. You ever played that? No, it was like a bat and ball game, but it was on a sort of XY movement, and there was an LED on it inside the case. And as it moved across from back, you played against someone from across from you, like a tabletop game. And you had three buttons, which was your left, center, and right. And as the mm-hmm. ball, which was the red LED, came towards you, you pressed where you thought it was going to land, and it bounced the ball back to the person. But it was clockwork; mm-hmm. you had to wind it up. <laughs> right. It was really cool. And it actually the, the counter. I'll try and find it later on. I will we to find a, a website with it on. But it was a lot of fun as a kid. Wow, we were simple back then, weren't we? Simple, yeah, yeah, definitely.
0: Mum, simple. Anyway, Sonic has recently turned twenty-five. The old git. Yeah. Arcade Heroes. have done a retrospective of his arcade releases, and they're very
1: thorough. So they've got everything, including that little cab that you sat in in Japan. Yes. RGDS recently did a podcast on Sonic's birthday. So they did all the Sonic games, or as many as they could remember. And they didn't talk about the arcade games. Because you had Sega Sonic the arcade. Remember one of the three trackballs? I didn't, but I've seen it on this. Yeah, They have got it at Galloping Ghost in Chicago. Mm. They've got a big cab they put it in. It's got three trackballs and you race with each other. It seems yeah. quite a fun game. It looks very similar to Sonic 3D Flicky's Island. That's what it reminds me of. It's more of a sort of racing game. And also, they didn't mention this one. You know, the one in the in the little moving cab yeah. that the kiddies game. And there's also a shooter, Sega Sonic Cosmo Fighters Arcade.
0: Mm, it looks quite basic, big big chunky graphics. Yeah, but
1: yes, it's definitely
0: different for Sonic
1: in that on that site you've uh, highlighted. It was in a moving cabinet. I could see the thing moving around.
0: Yeah, I, I thought that might be me, but yeah, it was it moving. <laughs> yeah, that's cool. All right. Ah.
1: It oh, is a controversial one. one. Yes. Mario, apparently, was already Mario, not Jumpman, in Donkey Kong. According to the sales file in 1981, Donkey Kong turned 35 yesterday. Yeah. It says on the control panel that he is Jumpman. So I wouldn't take any notice of the flyer. It was probably written by an advertising executive. He probably didn't know much about the game. That's my idea, anyway. Because, right. it, because it said so on the game, and the game was probably developed before the flyer came out. I think he's still called Jumpman, because it says that on the flyer, and... I think um, Princess Peach or, or Pauline, whoever she's supposed to be, is called The Lady in it as <laughs> well. So it's Jumpman and The Lady. If you see this flyer, it's called, actually mentions
0: Little Mario, capital L, capital M, Little twice. Mario. Little Mario must dodge and all that lot. So, yeah, so perhaps he was only Jumpman for the production of the machine, and then they sort of, right, we'll call him Mario, now it's taken off.
1: Maybe, because this was the American one as well. I remember it was released in Japan before America. Mm. so I, I sort of go with what's on the machine do you
0: yeah yeah but it's it's interesting isn't it
1: yeah it is very interesting
0: and he's 35 so sonic's 25 mario's 35 and we're 55 absolutely yeah this is a good one new retro arcade goes virtual reality this is tony doyle's son who works at arcade club digital cyber cherries do you know how hard it is for me to say the word digital
1: it sounds it
0: it sounds quite... I've got it there twice, I'm not going to try it again. <laughs> d- 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 digital? <laughs> what is it, Sean? It's it's zeros and ones, sir.
1: <laughs> yeah, I looked at this, I watched this video earlier, and obviously it doesn't look as good on a 2D screen, you've got to have the, the thing strapped to your face. Yeah. Well, I'm interested to have a look at it, but one thing I noticed that you could do in it, is if you didn't like a game, you could throw a glass at it and throw stuff around. Yeah,
0: well, that's how it's changed. Yeah, Before, you could walk into the arcade, walk up to a game and actually play it. Yeah. But now they've got the motion control, so you can walk in, you can throw NES carts or SNES cards <laughs> around, you can throw darts, you can do bowling.
1: And gen- generally just smash the place up. You can put cassettes in and play music. It's amazing. Do you, and- get, do you get a virtual Andy comes and chases you away for doing it? <laughs> get off Get off my land! <laughs> get off them cab kids! Stop beating the cabs up, you! <laughs> And
0: I think they're carrying on developing that, so that's one to watch out for. And it's on the H that demo. It's on the HTC Vive. Okay. Next one, Atumna Video Game Festival, which is where Twin Galaxies was born. Walter Day in Atumna. Yeah. They're having a video game festival. Apparently, this is the fourth year they've done it, but oh, the, f- wow. the first year it is back in the hometown, the home of arcade high scores. Brilliant. So obviously, Walter Day will be there. Billy Mitchell.
1: All those cover guys.
0: Yeah, and that is... Shall we nip over? It's 5th to the 7th of August, so we've got a few weeks to sort it out. Oh,
1: I'd love to go over, but I don't think it's possible, unfortunately. How far is Iowa from here? Quite far. Is it? Thousands of miles. Oh, that's, that's too far. Your bike will never get across the sea.
0: Uh, uh, oh, well. Here's some good news for people who like Wreck-It Ralph 1. Guess what's coming in 2018?
1: Wreck-It Ralph 2? Yes! Yay! Wreck-It Ralph 2. That'll D- be good. It looks... It's too far away. I want it now. Mm. No idea what the film's going to be about, but it's Wreck-It Ralph, so hopefully it'll have some really cool characters in it again.
0: Well, there's there's supposed to be a link to Tron. Okay. That's all That's all I've read. So maybe if some vir- real people get stuck in Wreck-It Ralph's virtual world, I don't know.
1: Hmm. I'll look out for that when it comes out.
0: It is a good one. I don't know if it's good or what. Mm. Another story from Arcade Heroes, Star Wars Battle Pods getting a new level, which you'll be from The Force Wakes Up, Star Mm. Wars Episode Seven. But, believe it or not, it is $5,000 to buy the level. For one level? For one level. They won't sell it, will they? Mm. And it's only available on the domed game, not the flat screen games.
1: Is that the $100,000 game you got to buy first?
0: Yeah, I think it's the cheapest one is $35,000, I think.
1: What are they doing? I don't know. No one's going to buy one level for $5,000. And Adam Pratt is sort of
0: given an opinion on it, and he says, look, I don't mind paying a bit, because things like the Golden Tee Golf Series and Big Buck Hunter, you do pay yeah. for, for extra levels.
1: Yeah, but they're, they're really good money earners, aren't they? And they're everywhere in America. Yeah, but they're like, a,
0: well, a, a fifth or even a sixth of that cost. Absolutely. So for $5,000, what are you playing at, Namco Bandai? Mm. Mmm. Talking of Golden Tee, there's another Golden Tee coming out. It amazes me how this is still going, you know. Golden Tee 2017.
1: It must be really popular. I don't, I've don't. i never played it. I don't I mean, think it is in this country. No, I've seen them in, par, in some pubs before, but I've never, mm. never seen anyone playing them. i never played them myself. I suppose it can be quite competitive if, if you're into golf for a start, and I think yeah. they're all linked up via the internet, so you can have matches and, and world record leaderboards and stuff.
0: Well, that's the thing. I think yeah, you've got online leaderboards and com- you know sort of competitive multiplayer play now. So
1: yeah, mm. well, fair play, more games for the arcade, even though they're not for us. Yeah, brilliant. And that concludes the arcade news, kids. And let's talk about some pickups. Yay. Right, first one, my birthday last week. Happy birthday, Vic. Thank you very much. Wife bought me a Wanhao 3D printer. Yeah. Which she knew I was interested in. I didn't think I'd get And she bought it, but it's brilliant. And this one I've got, I'm looking at it now, desktop 3D printer. It's um, it's very modifiable. So she did quite a bit of research on it found out the sort of one that can be very good. Out of the box, it's reasonable. But when you start adding things to it and making things for yourself, 3D printed for all, it, it gets really good. And there's a few mods I'm going to do myself. Being an engineer, I can actually make things for it to make it better. And I've done a few little tiny prints just to test things out. I've made little robots and some PCB feet for arcade stuff and little bits and bobs. And I'm going to make a, a Raspberry Pi case. I've got all yeah. sorts of things in my mind I want to play. I want to play with. But I've got to sort of do a few mods to it first and get the, the bed very, very level. That's the crux of three D printing: getting everything dead flat. So when it mm. prints, it prints at the right levels. But yeah, lots of tinkering for me that, and I really like it so far. It's really good. I've made a yeah, few little something. sort of roboty key rings for people. Mm. It's quite nice. And also probably make some arcade bits, I think, as well. I'm going to try and make a button with it, just because I can. What sort of scale does it go
0: up to? Because I could do with um, an extension on the back of the house.
1: It's not that big, unfortunately. It's about, I think it's 200 mil cubed. You can make something like 200 mil cubed with it. But you could bit and do loads of cubes, couldn't you? And you could, like, Tetris them together. You could make Tetris parts, yeah, definitely. Mm. It's really interesting watching it works. It does, like, sort of mesh work inside. It doesn't do anything solid. It does, like, a sort of... It does the outside perimeter, then it does a mesh inside, which makes it quite strong. And the actual plastic, when it... Obviously, it melts and cools down very quickly. It's quite hard, because I'm trying to file it to deburr it and make it look nice at the end, especially when you, you take the bottom off and it's a bit sharp. And it's actually quite hard to, to, to whittle away, Right. But it is a lot of fun making stuff for it. And there's loads of online uh, drawings, 3D models people have already done. You just sort of put them through the the print software, which is another learning curve to do. But I'm I'm getting there. It's quite interesting. And I bought some glow in the dark PLA for it as well, which is the the material you use for making stuff with. Mm -hmm. So I made a little Marvin robot and it glows in the dark. What colour? Red. Oh, very nice. It's (laughs) really cool. So I'm enjoying that. Oh, another one. Mother in law got me for my birthday. I think wife told her what to buy. Mm. I've got another servo stick. Yeah? Which is going to go in my jammer cab. So no more um, rubbish manual turning of the four, eight-way gate for me. I can just flick a switch and it goes, zzzzt, and turns it around itself.
0: I don't think your mother-in-law would have got thought of that, do you?
1: I don't. She might have thought a joystick for that idiot who plays arcade games. she you, sure you wouldn't have thought of this? Or socks, Or maybe. socks. Arcade yeah. socks. Yeah, but mm. I'm really pleased with that because I'm going to put it on my arcade cab. So I can actually, and instead of running it with software through MAME or whatever, I'm going to have it in a proper arcade cab just with a little switch on there, so it just switches from 4- to 8-way when I need to, mm. which is really cool. So you don't have to take the panel off, do it manually, put the panel back on, blah-dee-blah-dee-blah. Blah, blah. Mm. So when you're playing 61 games, say you're playing 1942, hit the switch, get it over to 8-way, have a few games, want to play a bit of Mrs. Pac-Man speed-up, put it back to 4-way, off you go. Mm. That's simple. That's pretty Very fun.
0: good, that, yeah.
1: Guess what Neil1637 gave me at NERG last week? All right, good thumping. I probably needed it. Chocolate Ob Oh! For my birthday, wrapped up and everything. It's brilliant. Yeah, yeah. I kind of guessed what they were from the, from the shape of <laughs> it. Excellent. Oh, also, we got some glasses from Big Phil, didn't we? I've seen i am not seeing them yet.
0: No, I have mine here. I'm drinking water out of it. As Can you see it? Yes, I can. It's got NER- the NERG 2016 logo on and then the NERG main logo, and it says, Supporter 2016. That is a handsome glass, sir. And then in brackets it says, Sean supported much more than Vic. I
1: don't know why he'd put that. Boy. Oh, you tart. <laughs> Can you bring mine to Revival, please, when you come down, I'll have that. Yeah, I can't guarantee how many pieces it will be in, but I shall bring it. One, hopefully. Mm. I bought a nerd t-shirt as well. So did I. They're really cool, aren't they? I wore it the other day, actually. I wore mine last night and spilled yoghurt all over it. <laughs> you idiot.
0: So it's in the wash already, yeah.
1: I've ordered a few more things as well, which are sort of arcade i well, I'll talk about them when they arrive. Oh, i got a dual kernel. Mm. for my VIC-20, because I, I bought a, a non-working one. I thought it was a kernel, which is like a BIOS. And Sarge oh. kindly sent me a little unit to, to change the, uh, the kernel. I burnt a new kernel for it. Still doesn't work. Unhappy face.
0: So the kernel is a chip, is that right? It's,
1: yeah, it's, the, it's like the BIOS sort of thing. It's got the operating yeah. system on it and all that sort of business. Yeah, and it, I did a, a Jiffy DOS one, one for my VIC-20, because I thought that might have, it might have been why the machine wasn't booting up, wasn't displaying a display on the screen. Mm. But it isn't, so it must be something else. So that's a bit of a bummer. All oh, right, But I'll work it out. I'll get, a, I'll get some parts and maybe get it working. I really want to play VIC-20 because that was my first computer. I want to play that Dig Dug cartridge that one of our listeners got me, Gary James Harris.
0: The VIC-20 game I'd most want to play is one called The Perils of Willy, which was a Manic Miner spin-off and Jet Set Willy spin-off.
1: Listen, did Ollie, you, don't you tell me about that. I had that as a kid.
0: Did you? I, I yeah. used to go around my mates and play it, and it was a very good version of the Jet Set Woolly franchise. It worked on
1: the 8K expanded Vic-20 and it, I can't believe they squashed so much, many levels into it. It was a really good version. It was? Yeah, only on the Vic-20 as well.
0: Do you reckon, because the Vic-20 had larger graphics, games like Grid Runner, they looked better and played better on the Vic-20 than they did on the Commodore 64? Definitely. Especially
1: yeah. that game. I showed someone the other day on the iPad because I've got the new version of Grid Runner on there. Yeah. And when you play it vertically, it plays the new version with all the new sound effects and the really cool graphics and everything. It's brilliant. And you turn it one way so it's horizontal and you play the Vic 20 version. Mm. And you turn it 180 degrees and play the Commodore 64 version. The Commodore 64 version seems a much wider screen because the graphics are smaller. Yeah. It doesn't play as well, I don't think. It still plays the- well, but not as well as the Vic 20 version. And the Vic 20 version I loved Lamasoft games as a kid. They were so cool. Vic 20 version. Did it have uh, twenty characters along? I think it was twenty-two by twenty. It was very yeah. small. Yeah, There's massive graphics, but yeah, I love my Vic 20. It's such a good machine. Really nice yeah, cool it. machine. So you've got any stuff? Come on, must well, I've got something. the same
0: as you, basically biscuits. How uh, many some...
1: biscuits do we have? At night? Oh, it's
0: in them. It's in that show. About dude.
1: eighty-seven packs of biscuits. That's <laughs> no, great, weren't it? Too many dark,
0: biscuits. Dark chocolate hobnobs from you. Yes. And I ate a full half a packet just while sitting here typing crap up on the, about the show notes. Well bit. done. And I realised I'd eaten half a packet. Never mind. Pint glass from Big Philip Nerg, thank you. A Nerg mm-hmm. T-shirt, very nice. And yeah. because my old phone was rubbish, I've got a new phone. Look, listeners.
1: Yay, he has got a
0: phone. What one is it? It's a Motorola Moto G third generation 2 gig. Is that good? It's good. It's, it's decent. It's decent for an Can Android. Can you message
1: phone. me on Facebook now? Yeah, I can. Oh good. That's one thing you needed to have. Brilliant. My phone
0: kept crashing. And when we was me and Charlie Far was trying to pick you up at Newcastle train station, the satnav on my old phone
1: kept crashing. Yeah, you don't want that when you're on a sat nav.
0: So we were round the we would just pick you up in time. We got there at like about forty minutes before your train was about to arri- arrive, you know.
1: You're certainly round the bend, you two.
0: Oh yes. And that's it, kids. I think that'll do for the pickups.
1: Let's do feedback. Feedback, feedback, feedback. First one, John Singletary. It made me laugh when you worked the Smith snippets into episode 62. I thought to myself, only a matter of time until we hear the cure. Imagine my surprise to hear a forest minutes later. Yep. Speaking of tunes, both versions of New Invaders are awesome and I wouldn't have never heard of them if it wasn't for the vodcast. I'm an Astroblaster, isn't chopped liver either. No, I'm an Astroblaster. Oh yeah, and the video game stuff is excellent too. The newish tech tips section has already helped me on a few projects. On two occasions, you have done segments and projects which I was readying myself to tackle, applying side art and now making a bar top machine. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Stay tuned for a future email while I will show a story of how the streets of America paved with ar- abandoned arcade cabs, literally. Literally. Mm.
0: Gordon Bell? Well, thanks for the feedback, Gordon. I am a fairly recent subscriber and really enjoyed the podcast, although I suspect my bank won't be so happy with you when I buy a jammer cabinet and start spending all my savings on boards.
1: Good lad. We don't care. Just play some arcades.
0: Just one wee note. On your website, oh, you use Jap as shorthand for Japanese. Some some Japanese people find that very offensive. Mm. I didn't I didn't know that. I work as a game developer and only found this out when I was sending builds of our game to Sony with EU, USA and .jap in the file names. Not my
1: finest hour. Anyway, keep up the good work. Do you know what? I did not know that either. Mm. I was always thinking it was a shortening of country names because, you know, you've got Brit for Br- British, Jap mm. Japanese, Japanese, Aussie for Australia. Sorry, Japanese listeners. I didn't know that. So we should just be calling things Japanese from now on. Mm. Mm.
0: we've got Darth Bruno Darth Bruno Nuno even he saw that we were in Circus Charlie and he's doing a restoration on it and he put a picture up on Dragon's Lair fans and he's put oh yeah Circus Charlie just started working on mine last week nice one sir and a lot of work to do on it
1: I'd love to go over and see Darth Nuno I know is he in Belgium Uh, I don't know Alex went didn't he somewhere lovely in Europe I think He's yeah. got a, a really brilliant arcade room. Absolutely amazing. Some really mm. nice machines. I'd love to go over and visit him and play Circus Charlie with him. And mm. have a go of his Namco Galaxian 3.
0: Oh, yes, I that, remember seeing that. that man pages. has
1: got that. Mm. That'd be brilliant. Richard Broadhurst, I think that you said there was no home ports of Astro Blaster, which was true back in the day, but someone called Pac-Man Plus did a 7800 version, and I did a version for the BBC Micro. I had to take a couple of shortcuts to fit into 32K, but it does support the BBC Micro speech chip. Unfortunately, not the same as the Astro Blaster one. And there was a YouTube video of this. Brilliant. Well done, mm. Richard, for doing that. That's amazing. I wish I had a BBC computer that works. Because mm. there were some good arcade ports on the, on the BBC. They were normally named something different, but they were basically exactly the same as the arcade versions.
0: I remember thinking they were good. But I'd like to see them now, actually, to see if they were actually as good as I remember.
1: Well, you know you know, the Spectrum had sort of very monochrome graphics and not very good sp- sound chip. Yeah. And the Commodore 64 had good colours, but they were quite chunky with an excellent sound chip. Mm. The BBC did both really well. They had multicoloured sprites and quite good sound. Mm. So I think it would have been quite good. Underestimated machine. Mm. And their version of Chuck Egg's mm. is easily the best.
0: Oh, they're all good and frack good. that was
1: a good mm. game on there brilliant frack oh Ooh. yeah with a big caveman he was brilliant that would have been good in the arcade you know
0: that was amazing those graphics because there were the, the little caveman was huge and he was really big and you used to think wow you got that that massive guy moving on your screen stuff like that used to be really impressive didn't it mm. anyway stuart tracy's put is it been two weeks already looking forward to tomorrow's drive to work now so he can listen to us
1: mm-hmm. gary james harris Woo, lovely. Just got rid of a headache from hell.
0: I think that must be us getting rid of his headache.
1: I hope so. Not giving him one. <laughs> Rob Llewellyn, Magic Show Again Chaps,
0: enjoying the series on how to make a bar top. Re-software. I've recently been messing around with the attract mode software on the Pi with Pi. Videos and marquees and themes and stuff, they make it look proper lovely, in my opinion, of course. Mm, good for you, mate.
1: Do you know what? A lot of people do this, and it's fine. They they get MAME, or whatever emulator they're using to play arcade games, and they have a front-end. And I much prefer a very, very simple front-end. Just some text and a picture of the game is fine for me. But a lot mm. of people put videos in there, and sounds, and marquees, and all sorts. It's quite a fun thing to tinker with as well, getting, getting your front-end exactly how you like. And I think that's what he's doing. Mm. But for me, I think a simpler one is better. But some people like um hyperspin and they can do all sorts of things with Marla and you know, GamesX, and there's loads of different versions of of just all sorts of things you can do with it. So, brilliant.
0: Well, I loved it. My MAME, it has got all the marquees and the stuff in it, my current MAME setup, but I very rarely look at them. I just look at, there's two files you can put in MAME, and there's MAME Info and MAME History, yeah. which are massive text files on almost every game. And I love reading that stuff because there's so much information in there, even tips and tricks and stuff in there.
1: Yeah, there's some things that aren't quite on the internet or difficult to find that you sometimes find in there. When we're doing our research, mm. I always look there first before I go on the internet to find stuff out. It's mm. brilliant. Brilliant. So Matt Corn, Witchfinder. Another entertaining show, guys. Thanks for the mentioning the Movie Muse podcast. For information, Victor, it's available on iTunes as well as YouTube. Ah, brilliant. I'm subscribed to that one. Without video, obviously. Amazed at the scores you got on Circus Joy without getting the 10k bonuses, but I didn't know about the five extra lives trick, so that didn't help my score either. Me neither. I can get the 10k bonus on the first two monkey levels and the first trampoline one. It's possible to get four, five, one, two on the timer every time on that level. I think you've got to do it very quickly to do that. Obviously.
0: Mm. 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 Phil Nes for life. Quick clowning around, guys. <laughs> 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 <What's
1: he doing? laughs>
0: another solid podcast big thanks to vic for sorting out my asty bezel looks like it was a beast mm. sounds like vic has been making a few purchases too
1: i do try i do it try doesn't. i need to try and meet up with phil phil come to london i know you live in ken come to london we'll meet up or come to my house and play some games with me it's not far it's not far stacy king good day to you fine gentlemen I started listening to the Circus Charlie podcast last Wednesday... ...and as I was also listening to the opening advert for Arcade Injuries Direct... ...I thought, well that's a coincidence... ...as I'm currently suffering from Arcade Hand. Little did I know. <laughs> Thanks for the skit. It cheered me up loads last week... ...after having a pretty rubbish week... ...due to being told a, member- a number of us... ...have the Sword of Damocles hanging over our heads. Boo. Hopefully I should be back playing next weekend... ...as I've started a course of tablets... ...and it's made a difference already. Remember kids, if you notice a pain in your elbow... ...forearm, hand or fingers... Take a break, and otherwise you could too end up with Arcade Hand. Oh, before I go, if you have a Hori Wrap 4 Arcade Stick, I recommend replacing the square gate with a Koal Hayabusa Octopus Octagonal Restrictor Plate. That's a good name. Mm -hmm. And a 1mm Actuator. Afterwards, hitting those diagonals was so much better, plus the responsiveness improved, and quarter circle motions are now so much more accurate, I can actually pull them off consistently now. Cheers me, Babers. Stacey. Well, thank you for all that feedback, guys and girls. Keep sending it in. We love it. Yeah, yeah, we love it. Thank you. And we can get on to shout-outs. Okay,
0: my shout-outs are very general, so I don't miss anybody. Mm-hmm. First off to the RGP crew. These are all Nerd related by the way. The Retro Games Party crew. Yeah. The UK Vackers who are at NERG and came out of this on Saturday night, most of them.
1: VACARAMA.
0: <laughs> Maximum Phil and Maximum Paul from the Maximum Power Up podcast. The Scottish contingent, the guys that came down and su- provided a few cabs for Phil at NERG. The NERG crew themselves, who were brilliant. And the Northern Lights Pinball crew, who are also brilliant. They they do a very quick setup and teardown. They do very professional.
1: Mm, they do a lot.
0: And finally, to Neil1637, who's done a great NERG write up,
1: yes, which, is,
0: which is on our website and. All over at because I did it this morning. Put it everywhere.
1: Well, I shall echo your shout-outs. Echo, 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 echo. (laughs) Neil 1637 for the great Nerg right up, as you said. And also my birthday biscuits. Thank you Mm. very much. He really got into Hunchback, didn't he? He nearly completed it.
0: Yes, he did.
1: Hmm. Hmm. Thinking about my pick for next week. Hmm. Mm. Uh, Also, (laughs) Phil Phil Maximum Power Up Hockaday for sending me biscuit spread oh he
0: mentioned that didn't he oh
1: i had it at work the other day i couldn't help spooning it out and eating it is it nice it's really good it's about four thousand calories a spoonful but it's Mm. really good you know the lotus biscuits you spoke about Mm. it's then then crushed up and put in a jar for spreading on stuff great oh it's really good stuff you wouldn't think it'd work but it works really well (laughs) so thanks for that yeah, everyone really who you just mentioned. I mean, it was nice to see Carol again uh, and James, obviously, James's girlfriend, and Colin D, ID Chappie, loads of people. It was really nice. All the people who bring stuff and provide a really good nerd for us. Obviously, Big Phil. And also Ben and Vip. Uh, ben and Vip. Vip and Kerry. Ben and Kerry who came down on the Sunday. We had hung mm. out with them for a bit, played some games. It was really nice. Yes. Also, oh, one more. Talk the other day. Keith who's also known as Swiss Tony on the UK VAC forum, he sent me, I sent him a little bit of money, to get a 128-gig SD card, and he filled it full of Raspberry Pi arcade and emulators for me. Brilliant. But I tried it on my Pi the other day, and I couldn't use it because the software is actually for the Pi 2 or 3, I think. And I've only Mm. got Pi 1s and Pi 0s. So you know what I've had to do, don't you? Reformat it? No. Get a Pi 2. Pi Three, yes, uh. that'll be a future pickup <laughs> i can 't resist it, and that was darren Hatton 's fault. It was also another one we can shout out to at u k back he came back with me on the train. He was going on about hes he 's very technical that guy does all sorts of programming mm. stuff and he 's tech wizard, and he was on about how good the Pi three is, and he was playing crazy taxi on the Dreamcast on Pi three without any lag, so that 's how good these little machines are so i've had to buy one.
2: Mm. Have you
1: got a three or have you got twos? I've got a one and a two at okay. the moment. So I'm gonna be pl- I can't wait to get all of those that all that stuff on that 100, 128 gigs worth of stuff. Wow. Shout outs for everyone. Yep. Awesome. Next. No tech tips, haven't had time. No, no worries. We're too busy. But I will mm. get another one for next time. Promise mm-hmm. listeners. So let's have some music and you chose this one. And you've yes. you've put it as mental Japanese rave music. From a U Beat game, yes, U Beat is such a cool game. They've got that now in London, mm. and I can't remember the arcade it's, it's in, but they have got one. I think it's the only one in the country.
0: It's Vega London Arcade.
1: It's a game to be played, to be experienced. Mm. It's a lot of fun. It's a lot, if you, even if you don't like rhythm games. It's a lot of fun. Have a go if you get, get a chance. And this
0: tune is typical of the kind of music you can expect. I quite like it, actually. It's fun.
1: Is it on the harder level, this music? Because it does get faster on the harder levels. I have no idea. Ooh, let's put it in then.
0: So, apologies, listeners, if that was a bit too fast and a bit too rainy for you. But it was Mr.
1: Holly's. <laughs> that was actually going with the music then. It was Mr. Holly's fault. You know what he's like. Apologies, yes. or. It's okay. Well done. <laughs> right there. Yeah. We're going to have a fight in a minute. Featured game review.
0: Oh, yes, right. Okay. This is. Pandora's P flaps. <laughs> you can't say that. All right. <laughs> Pandora's Palace. Konami 1984, but developed by a company called Interlogic, which you don't know anything about. It's a four-way stick with one-button jump. It's a platformer, basically, that's it. Get from the top left to the bottom right of each screen. Which is
1: unnatural and against God and nature. <laughs> Why? Because it's not Why? Donkey Kong. Oh. Oh. <laughs> oh anyway. That's going to be my main argument.
0: Right, okay, here we go then. Gameplay. This is our third jumping game in a row, but it doesn't matter. We like them.
1: Profoundly in love with Pandora, my poem has an intellectual theme. Before we get on the gameplay, it sounds just like this (music) Jaunty! Lots of
0: jaunty tunes.
1: Lots of jaunty tunes.
0: Right, from what little documentation I've seen, there's very little on this. You seem to be a Roman emperor who is battling his way through a Roman or Greek-themed palace to reach Pandora's box and either open it or close it. The title screen shows a god or someone opening the box and letting out all the nasty stuff. Yes. And I've read a bit upon this because
2: evil stuff. <laughs> The legend says
0: that only hope is left in the box so perhaps that's why you what your little
1: is trying to get hope to kill the despair with his laser beams of lightning i hope i never see this game ever again in my life are you joking, I'm joking. no i'm
0: not You're joking anyway it's basically platformer you've got moving platforms and move left right up down pivoted platforms, spring platforms conveyor belts fire pits all that sort of stuff you have a time limit and bonus points are awarded for speed The baddies are skulls, masks, and green skulls, which will bump into you but not kill you.
1: Skellingtons!
0: Yes, a masterpiece of game design, because you have, instead of dying, you've got a a second chance to survive.
1: No, what you mean is getting bumped into some fire and then dying, or bumped Mm. off a ledge and then dying, or Mm. jumping a little bit too high and then dying. Basically, Mm. dying. Well, Donkey Kong has that jumping too high thing, He's just got to trip over a pebble and he's dead. Yeah, but it's a lot harder to trip over a pebble and die. Where in this game, you do it all the time. Well, that's because you crap. Mm, probably. Collect grapes to temporarily become
0: an armoured dude. That's the official title. Who what, will kill. T- 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 why grapes? Because
1: they're the magical grapes of Pandora. Have you not read the legend? Do you know what, right? This is a true story. Hmm. My mum, who's a bit mad, right? Mm. Lovely, <laughs> but a bit mad and Scottish. I'm not sure if that comes hand in hand or it's just a coincidence. But she came to visit us once. I hadn't seen her for a long time. And I took my boy, Jack, with me. He was late teens at the time. Mm. When she was staying at a hotel just outside of London. We travelled to visit her. We we'll met up and she had loads of stuff for Jack, spoiling him, you know, bits of treats and things like that. And she bought him some grapes. Yeah. And I took the grapes out of the bag. You know, you expect sort of biscuits and little presents. So I went and said, Mum, you've bought grapes? Why? Grapes? And she went, everyone loves grapes. <laughs> And I couldn't argue with her.
0: I don't like grapes. You're joking me. Actually, I do like grapes, but they give me stomachache.
1: Do you know what? Ache. I was going to do this thing, because like, it's the same thing in the world. Like, oh, Everyone likes tea, everyone likes grapes, everyone likes custard. You, sir, don't like tea, and now you don't like grapes. Are you telling me you don't like custard? I love custard. Oh, you're so lucky. You're about to get switched off and banned from the podcast. Some fruits, honestly. Grapes... Bananas,
0: I can't eat because I get bad stomach, almost stomach cramps.
1: Well, grapes are a natural laxative, so maybe yeah. that's why. Mm. But on the whole, everyone loves grapes. Even Roman Polanski, your little man, or whatever his name is.
0: Yes, he's called Roman Polanski, that's what we've called him. many of the little guy, Roman Polanski.
1: Yeah. Right, where were we? Well, when you collect grapes, you turn into this armoured dude who's almost unstoppable.
0: Yes, you have a, 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 I don't know, maybe 10, 15 seconds. Yeah. And you can jump on baddies and destroy them Mario ground pound style.
1: Yeah, you've got to land on them with your feet. At least some part of your feet, yeah?
0: Yeah, they also die if you bump into them. So if you're climbing down one of these columns, because you use you don't lose use ladders to go from sort of level to level within you the game. The
1: columns. You go climb down the columns, yeah. Do you know what? We had a little bit of feedback on Twitter from Ben Vip, who said, yeah. what am I doing wrong? How do you go up and down? If he'd listened to the podcast, the silly sod, I yeah. said, I'll give a quick clue to everyone. Go up and down the columns because I did, I had exactly the same problem. I was like, how do you go up and down? And you mm. go up and down the columns. You slide up and down the columns.
0: Mm. So the baddies will also dive, bumping into your feet or from the side below. But if they're a bit, if you're hitting them almost vertically and you're in armored dude mode, they bounce away. Yeah. Is it vertically... Yeah, they bounce away, but you don't, because mm-hmm. you're in, invincible. Yeah. when You start flashing when this time is running out.
1: Yeah, and you've got a few seconds left after that. Mm.
0: So there's really... There's seven stages before it loops and starts repeating the stages. Stage three and seven are challenge stages where you're in armoured dude mode, yeah. and you have a short amount of time to squash all the baddies on the screen before this bird, who we're going to call... <laughs> grape- oh No, Ian Cullen's called him Grape Bird. Grape Bird. He- Great beak, great beak. Yes, yes. that's yes. it.
1: That's fantastic. Great beak.
0: <laughs> yes. So, great beak flies across the screen, but you've got to squash all the baddies before great.
1: He beak. bursts the sun. Yeah. How weird is that? How Have dystopian you not- can you get? He, he's more of a, p- a pterodactyl, isn't he? <laughs> <laughs> he is a pterodactyl. Great great pterodactyl has not got the same ring to it, has it? No. Great no. beak.
0: Great beak. I love it. Okay, so you've got a short amount of time. If you squash them, we get a bonus. Mm-hmm. And obviously, if you oh we didn't mention this, if you land directly on top of the baddies, you get fifteen hundred points. If you land on the side of them, you get six hundred. If you land near the middle of them, you get nine twelve hundred.
1: Yeah, yes. Yeah, so, divided by uh, times by three, yeah, yeah three hundred. Yeah. So
0: you can get quite a like. I've got sixteen thousand bonus from that level. Do you think we've like got about
1: twelve thousand on there? Mm. But it's it's quite frantic because you've got to stomp on those scullingtons as quickly as possible because if that that great beat gets that sun, you only get the the bonus points you land on, and they can actually still bump you into the fire, into the fire or into or offer a, a platform and kill you. But you don't lose a life; you just lose the bonus, and you only get the points you're given. And you don't get the five thousand for doing them all.
0: Mm. There is mm. a way you can jump. Sort of kick one of them in the face
1: in the face in and the land face.
0: on a, and land on another one. So you can get two in one jump Yeah, you, you
1: can if you fall off the ladders and land on them, you get the same thing as well.
0: Mm. Stages loop at stage eight, which is really it's, it's back to stage two layout with a different colour. Did do they? You not got to that. Question mark? No. You big boss back. Damn Levels man. are a lot harder and
1: there's these wisps of fire that come out of the fire. I have seen those guys and I don't like them.
2: I am the god of hell!
0: And they kill you on contact, unlike everything else. Yeah,
1: because everything else knocks you about the place.
0: They are hard to dodge when you're trying to jump over the other guys or squash the other guys as well. Mm. That is when it gets hard. Mm. Falling, this is is strange, this is a little quirk of an otherwise brilliant game. No. Falling more than one and a half times your own height will kill you, unless you are leaping onto a moving platform where you can leap...
1: Half the screen, basically.
0: Almost, yeah. And then you, as long as you land on a platform that's moving, either left or right and up up and down, you won't die.
1: Yeah, I think Strange. you must bend your knees when you land. <laughs> Strange. Yeah. yeah. So, play tips,
0: Vic. What, what would you say or your play tips after this wonderful game?
1: Uh, snap the joystick off, smash into the screen, and then turn the power off and just go home. <laughs> Ow! No <laughs> need for that, young man. <laughs> yeah, um, we'll, we'll talk about sort of our play theories in a minute all right then my columns in armored
0: mode and just let the bad guys run into you yeah or under you yeah and then then you get your points Mm
1: -hmm. you can also kind of kick them in the face i've already mentioned that as long as your feet sort of hit them when you're in armored mode you can do that yeah Mm. you don't get as many points so and if you just you can jump over them normally when you're not in armored mode you just miss them but if you jump over them in armored mode Oh, no, sorry, you get 300 points, don't you, when you jump over them? Yeah.
0: Hmm.
1: you get sort of minimum mm. points for jumping them, yeah.
0: Killing Enemies gives you 6 to 1,500 points, and I didn't work this out, but Twitter player Ross did. He did. He says, but I didn't know this. I, didn't, I
1: couldn't work out why I was getting 1,200, 900 points. Yeah, you've got to land right in the middle of them, haven't you? Right on top of their bonds. You can sort of work out with the distance you jump before they get under you to land on them. Mm. And there's a special little thing when you get three together, when you do three in a row.
0: The green skull appears once the timer level reaches six thousand. Yes, and you can squash him for five thousand. So it's worth hanging around because that's a lot of points.
1: Yeah, every single level you can do that on. Even if you die on a level, you can do it again. Yeah, so it's always handy to. And I think when you get to six thousand, it's normally when you're at the bottom of the level as well. I'm not sure if that's relevant or not. Yeah, try
0: not to jump off the green and grey platforms when they are moving up.
1: Yeah, they fire you right up in the air, don't they? You usually they, land and get yourself killed.
0: They propel you in the air, so you drop too far if you're landing on a, a station. That is irritating. Level... That's
1: one of the things that bugged me a little bit. Yeah, you just a have lot. to be, You have to watch out for that.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> and also, there are bellows pumping fire into the pits on level 4.
1: Yeah, you sort of get... normally if you can jump over a normal flame, but if you go when, when the bellows are pumping the fuel into them a great big flame comes up and he'll roast your Roman. Yeah. Roast a Roman.
0: Mm. Right, there's plenty of secrets in this, like there was in Circus Charlie. I wonder if it was say, I don't... It's I don't... got
1: to be done similar. I noticed things that are similar to the game. Maybe yeah. Interlogic made Circus Charlie. They'll mm. be close in, in time, aren't they?
0: Yeah, must be. They're both 1984, aren't mm, they?
1: interesting. Right, stage one, you get an extra life,
0: and the newly christened great beak great beak will bring it and i was putting pictures i was being very fair and putting pictures on yes well done sir on twitter of what i was finding out that's what i like about this because there's virtually no documentation i've had to find it all out myself like i did with uncle Pooh.
1: yeah it it, it has got i'll give it that
0: Mm. that's Mm. all i'm giving
1: it (laughs) (laughs) <laughs>
0: yeah so there's a way to get an extra life on level one by leaping off a platform and landing on another
1: and it's that- very irritating if you miss that if you jump too early and miss it you'll land on the bottom platform and you'll survive
0: mm. if you
1: do it too late you fall straight off and break your ankles and die yep and don't get the extra life and once you get the extra life that's it you can't get any more after that if you die and do the level again you can't get an extra life it's only once but mm. at that level
0: yeah, there's, I think, yeah, it's level six that's a, an exact replica of level one, so it's a different colour, and you can do the same trick. You can ex- extra life oh, on okay. that as well. Oh, yeah, nice one. If you Twitter hashtag 10p score, yeah. I've, I've put little pictures on them, how to get that extra life.
1: I'll probably pr- put them on the website, actually. Oh, good idea. Yes. Also, grape bird, grape beak. Grape beak brings you stuff, brings you more bit, more grapes. Yeah, you've got to jump
0: on three skulls, exactly in the middle, three times. So you get three times 1,500 points, and then the bird brings you more grapes. I can do it, but I haven't seen it on any other level apart from level one.
1: Well, I also found out, if you do it on the bonus level, on the very start of your next level, grape beak will turn up and put loads more grapes on the screen. That's
0: great. Mm.
1: I've done it a few mm. times. I was wondering mm. how we did it, because wife was playing with us as well, actually. She did really well. And she was playing without being told to play. I didn't tie her to the joystick and play. She just <laughs> yeah. sort of said, Oh, I'll have a go at this and just started playing with us. And she was playing all day the other day. And she found, she kept doing it. And I was wondering why. And then when Ross found out then we could do it a bit more often, we knew when we'd done it that Great Beat was going to turn up. Mm. She obviously appreciates a very good game. Mm, she hates it now as well. No, she doesn't. Yes, she does.
0: She, you've made that up. Nope. <laughs> Stage two, you can get a 5,000 bonus of a little frog appears if you jump through a certain part of the level, which is hard to explain in podcaster vision, is it? So I'll we'll have to put another uh, Well, pitch.
1: basically, on the bottom right spring elevator, if you mm. jump off the top of it and hit a brick to your left as you land on the next one in a certain way, a little froggy will turn up and he'll croak and you get fathers and points. And also, this game uses certain sounds from Circus Charlie. Have you noticed that? No, I haven't. It does. Listen out and then right. play Circus Charlie and you'll go, oh, they've nicked that sound, or oh, it's very, very similar. Mm. Stage four, there is a money bag on this stage. I couldn't, I couldn't trigger this one.
0: I found this on YouTube, mm-hmm. and it appears from behind a column and slowly moves across the screen. Oh, that's another thing, by the way. To get, you don't just on stage one and six, you don't just get an extra life. You have to got, you've got to go and collect it.
1: Yes, great beat brings it down. And you got yeah. to quickly go back up and grab it because Great Beak sort of flies around a bit and then disappears with it. Yeah. And if you hit Great Beak, you're dead. You're dead as well. How yeah. unfair is that? But I know where to go
0: to just stand there, and he flies past, and you get him.
1: Also, when you do the jump, you don't have to land on the platform. You can actually do the jump, trigger it, and then jump back up, up. You don't have to jump right across that gap.
0: Yeah, I think there's little trigger points in the background. It must be little that.
1: invisible trigger points, I think. Yeah, and as soon as you yeah. hit them, certain things happen on the screen. There is,
0: there is definitely, I think, for the frog. Mm. I, don't know, I don't know about the money bag. We'll put a YouTube clip on. Some guy's triggered that money bag.
1: I think you've got to jump onto a certain part that moves and then jump back again. Yeah, or something I don't know.
0: Yeah, stage five. There's another point like that where you, out a little dinosaur or a little mini dragon or whatever appears, and you get ten thousand bonus points for that.
1: I couldn't trigger him either. Wife did it.
0: All you've got to do is stand on the third set of platforms that's rising up. Yeah. Well, there's no the third set of platforms. There's like a rising and a fall one that's going yeah. around in a square, and you you go through the platform above and then just sort of stop stop there. Yeah. You've got to be right on the edge of that platform, I think, without oh, falling off. see, yeah. Without falling I, I off. I didn't do that.
1: Mm-hmm. I'm not going to go back and try it either.
0: <laughs> and level six, as we said, has got an extra life. So all of the six levels, well, there's like, there's five five normal levels and the two bonus mm-hmm. levels, and then it loops. Yeah. So all, all the five have got hidden secrets, which I think is great.
1: Yeah, when it loops, does it get harder? Is there more skulls and more skeletons? And what Yeah,
0: more skulls, they're faster, and you get the fire, which is a right pain in bum.
1: What, on all, all the levels, not just the bottom one?
0: Yeah, and it's I think it's semi-random where the fire oh, appears annoying. from. Yeah. You can see it, and you've got maybe a second to jump over the fire pit before it spits out and then starts wobbling all over the place like a big wobbly, wavy thing.
1: That's another reason to hate this game.
0: Yeah, but it's, oh it's nice kind of like my being. <laughs> <laughs> graphics and sound. This is what originally drew me to this game, the graphics. I think they're really nice.
1: Uh, no. No? They're okay. I, I like the the sprites are quite well drawn, but I noticed the levels are very... The backgrounds are all one colour. Like the first level's all very green, mm-hmm. and then the next level's, I think, orange. The next one's very white, is it? And all, this, the, the actual background graphics are very similar on black. But the sprites are well drawn. The skulls move quite. The skulls remind me of a game on the Atari called Montezuma's Revenge. Yeah, I
0: loved that on the Commodore. Remember 64.
1: the skulls sort of wobbled... They did a sort of movement. It reminds me of that. I loved that game. Yeah,
0: yeah.
1: Also, have you watched the intro for the game? That's a bit bizarre, isn't it? It is a big, horrible-looking skull skulls, laughs at yeah. you and wanders off. And at the end of the second level, you jump into the the Pandora's box, and the skull comes in the middle of the screen. You fire a lightning bolt through its head.
0: Yeah, that's weird. Have you done, did you finish level six? Because level six,
1: Mm. uh,
0: Roman Polanski jumps out of the box. Roman Abramovich? Yeah. uh, And he's trans, well, he sort of hovers to the middle of the screen and all stars are coming out of him.
1: No, didn't see that.
0: I think he's, I think he's, that's sort of game complete kind of thing. Loop one complete. After that, you get a bonus level and then you're back to stage two, which becomes stage eight.
1: Okay. No, I didn't get that far.
0: Yeah, I I like the graphics, I like I think they're full of character, I like the jaunty music. The music is
1: full of jaunt. jaunt. <laughs> Jauntiness.
0: I think the enemies could be a, a bit better because you've got skulls, green skulls and sort of these weird the masks. Rockmen. Yeah, they they're, could be a bit more. They're varied. like
1: Easter Island faces, aren't they? Yeah. Yeah, and also the fiery guys, they the other enemies, they're horrible. This is a Konami
0: game, so these the Easter Island men appeared in Gradius, didn't they?
1: He did, yeah. Mm. Mm, interesting.
0: Could be, some, yeah, could be some connection there.
1: Go back, play Circus Charlie, and you'll mm. hear the sounds. Mm. They're either the same or very, very similar. Mm, could right, we be. we got some scores. Hey, I don't know what your score was, so I put question marks. You want to tell me. Ten. Ten? No. Go on, then. I'll do the scores, and I'll put mine in, shall I? Go on. I'm not at the bottom, so I'm, I'm okay with that. We've got Stu Leck, 52. He's a new guy. 32,210. Peter Man Sweden, 50,120. VIP, 56,680. Mark Happy Dude, 62,280. Mr. Andrew Driver, 81,420. Myself, 93,240. I didn't quite make the 100k, which I wanted to. Mm. (sighs) Wife, Tory, Marland, 100,740. Hey, mm-hmm. I one term. of them. She did really well. <laughs> John, Battlezone Key, 108,910. Very good score, John. Chris Fantasia 2, 115,470. Good scores. Ian Cullen, 140,650. Ross, 152,030. Charlie Fart 209,820. 209,000. Yeah. And then you've got Mr. Sean Holly, who is obviously your game. <laughs> 217,470. Yeah! It's in your face, everybody else! <laughs> I kind of guessed you'd win this one, mate, because you've been on about this for ages. Mm. You are now banned. I loved it. Right, the cabinet art, right? This was a kit. There was no actual machine, which is unusual. And it's got a nice marquee, actually. It's quite a good little sort of pyramid type Pandora's Palace with things in the background, and it's got some columns and a really cool little Roman guy on the side of it, on the side, jumping over a flame and grabbing some grapes and stuff. And it looks quite nice. Apparently, this is a very, very rare kit to find. Very rare. Mm. It couldn't have done that well, I suppose. I never saw it in the arcade as a kid. I've never heard of anyone collecting it. Never seen Mm. a machine been converted to it.
0: I have seen one on a youtube video a couple of years ago and i've been looking for it and i can't find it
1: did you play this as a kid in the arcade no so where did you find this i know you've liked this for a while yeah when i first got that bar
0: top with the game elf board in it yeah which was two or three years ago it was on there oh okay and it it played very slow and crap because the emulation was crap so i put it on mame Mm -hmm. and i thought that's nice and then I think I mentioned a couple of weeks ago, I thought, what can I choose for the podcast game? So I started playing it again, and I was on it for three hours. So. Ooh.
1: Loved it. Okay, so we've got some trivia here. My wife was playing it without him being asked, and <laughs> she she liked it like I did, and then we were sort of taking turns at it, and we were swearing in stereo. <laughs> Tag team swearing, Mr. and Mrs. Swears we were. Stupid skulls. So, where would you put this on the calamitous
0: yet truthful scales of frustration?
1: Oh, massively.
0: I'd, I'd put enjoyment 75%, frustration 25%. So oh, All around o- for me.
1: In other words, well worth playing. It was very nice. The music I quite like, the little chords, singing the little tunes, humming them away while I'm playing them. So, they're quite fun. But the monotony for me is. It was very formulaic. You had to do certain things in certain ways to get certain scores. And if you missed them and you were chasing a score, you might as well not bother. You might as well restart the game. And doing the that's same cool. level over and over again gets very, very boring. And that's Mame's fault, really, because you can just hit a certain button to start again.
0: If I made an error on the first level, I would restart. Yeah, but otherwise,
1: exactly. otherwise, I wouldn't. I'd carry on. So i try and get the extra life. You get the green guy first because he comes, and then go and get the extra life. And usually, by the time you'd done that, you fell off and died, you seemed want to start again. Mm. It was very annoying doing that, and you, you knew what to do, and it was quite easy to mess it up, and you get frustrated with yourself mm. and getting knocked around into different things is really, really frustrating, and that's what killed it for me but i did like I did like playing it to start with, and I liked the tunes, I like the graphics, and i like the I like finding the secrets, but when you don't trigger the secret and you've got to do it again, it gets boring. And also mm. that the bonus level, you know how to do it. It seems easy, but when that stupid bird gets across there and blows the sun up before you get to it, it's very, very annoying. Mm. And sometimes you, you sort of think it's like when you try and get the brick, you hit the brick to get the frog come out. You keep missing. It's like I've just hit the brick. Why isn't it coming out? And it, it must be a certain point to hit. Yeah, to it do is it. tricky. Yeah, and it just, in the end, it just wore me down, and now I hate it, and I never want to talk about it again. (laughs) Well, I got annoyed
0: with it. I died on level six, and so I thought, right, I'm going to do level six. I raced all the way through it without collecting anything, and I cleared level six, cleared level seven, cleared level eight, and I was on some at like 70 odd thousand, where before, before I was on
1: 150 by then. It's very similar to Circus Charlie, because with Circus Charlie, you can just keep doing level one for ages picking mm. up those extra Charlies, picking up the bonus points, doing the three thousands, jumping into stuff. And it's just its just a point-scabbing game. And this game could be exactly the same. And I don't think I'm schooled well enough on platformers to keep going and playing through and playing through and just looping it and looping it and just gaining your points slowly. You have to do the bonuses in certain levels at exactly the same point every single time to get them, and that killed it for me.
0: Well, that's what happens with the best players on Donkey Kong though, isn't it?
1: Yeah, they, I think if I was that good at Donkey Kong, I would get bored. Mm. And I'm not, so luckily the game is still fun for me.
0: Mm. 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 Uh, yeah, so there's very, as I mentioned, there's very little online info about this game, which is kind of refreshing because you have to work it all out for yourself.
1: Definitely, that is an interesting part of it.
0: And John's Arcade, John Jacobson, he raves about this game on a YouTube video. So. Why? Is correct, so I shall put a link in there. Maybe because it's so rare. No, he loves it. Mm, okay. this is That's probably from a couple of years ago, Each that video. to
1: their own, but he is very wrong.
0: <laughs> and the couple of YouTube videos I've seen, the music is slightly different to my main version. Really? A very slight, like, uh, I'd say, I don't know, the composition's the same yeah. but the sounds are very slightly different
1: is this arcade pcb to Mame? you mean
0: probably
1: probably maybe yeah. it is maybe isn't quite accurate enough
0: mm. and Ooh. also there's a bit as a weird bit of trivia the stage displayed on the high score table is the last stage you completed not the stage you died on
1: yeah i noticed well i didn't notice that because uh, i didn't get that far but you did obviously
0: so if you get stage ten, yeah, and you're dead, it it will come up on the high score stage nine because that's the last one you finished.
1: Maybe the stage the the high score hasn't got two digits in that particular column. No, column, I've done that. Do you get it? Ooh. <laughs> oh, no, no, I've
0: got I've two got eleven and it said ten. So
1: oh, okay, so it's one out. How weird. Mm. Mm. Okay, is there any ports or sequels to this? No, nothing. It didn't come out on the on the PCs, the computers of the time. I can't find anything. No, at all. Not surprising. It couldn't have been that popular. I think maybe it's because it wasn't Donkey Kong, Mm. or wasn't any other greatly named platformer. Hmm. Yeah.
0: All right, can I do my overall thoughts before you have a a do?
1: I've had a go already, I think.
0: (laughs) Brilliant level design. No. Solid gameplay. Once you get used to the quirks of how far you can fall. Great bonus levels, really entertaining, which do change as you get farther into the game, the platforms change a little bit. Mm Mm-hmm. Could have done with more varied enemies, uh, but I do like the way you bounce off the enemies rather than die if you 're not dead you 've got another chance that 's what I like sometimes
1: mm. or they bounce you into fire or bounce you off a ledge and then you die, which is mm. very, very frustrating <laughs> so for me, I liked it, and then I think now I think it 's awful mm. they are well designed in the way they kill you it 's like mm. it 's like trap after trap they they put enemies or or gaps in certain places to knock you into things and it it just annoys me how cheap some of the deaths are in it because sometimes Mm. you you can get knocked off stuff and it'll bounce you onto something where you'll survive and your immediate reaction is to move and then you'll die which is even more annoying because it's made you kill yourself frustrating I I think one thing it could do with it would make it a bit better is to give you a second or two invincibility when you start again so when you've died it gives you a quick invincible fix just while you start again because anything hits you or if you. Because when you start on the first level, you're very near some flames. And mm. if you were going right when you died and you get killed and you're still holding right, you'll go into the flames again. So it would be nice if you were invincible just for a second to, to miss that sort of thing.
0: Right, yeah.
1: It's one of those games where you've got to remember things rather than skill, I think. It's a memory mm. game. And I think you're mm. quite good oh. at those. No, I think it's skill
0: as well, you know. You can.
1: You can get out of
0: situations that, that are going wrong, you know, because there is a semi-random way that the skulls and the masks are deployed on the level. It's not all the same.
1: There's one level where you get the the rock heads and the skulls at the same time, and that's very difficult. Trying to try, trying to jump over the moving flames at the last mm. bit. I think it's level yeah. four. That's very difficult. You've really got to plan that one, and it's a bit of a nail biter towards the end of it. Yeah, you can
0: you can hang hang around on the column until the skull and the mask have gone by, and hopefully you've just got a massive jump over. But you can jump over a skull, a mask, and the fire in one leap.
1: If you're lucky. Yeah. You can time it. Mm. Mm. Well, I'm glad we got over this, because I never want to see or hear about it ever again. <laughs> That's it. It's getting oh. deleted off my main. I never want to see it again. I
0: really liked it. I did like it. Yeah, but you're weird. <laughs>
1: it did get mixed
0: feelings on Twitter, actually. Some people liked it, some didn't.
1: The people who didn't like it are right. <laughs> I knew you were going to say that. Let's do cabs you never knew existed.
0: Yes, this I've already ranted about this one. It's Mr. David Hamilton Bomb Jacks Joust 2. Joust 2. On the Nerg. They, not many of these came out, did they? No, oh. it's a great looking cab. I never played it. And I didn't really take to it when trying it a bit on MAME. But when you're in front of the proper cab with the lovely artwork and the proper controls, it
1: comes alive. Yeah, I've seen one of these before, you know. It's quite a rare cab. Not many came out. And it's a vertical game. Mm. And Joust 1 was a horizontal game. I saw one of these first at Zanzibar in Louisville. The awesome owner, Ants, took us in his his storage room. We had his own personal cabs. And he had a Joust 2 in there. Is this last, year. last uh, year? Yeah, it was. Yeah. Nice-looking game as well. And the difference about this to Joust, it's basically the same as Joust, and I think it works better on a vertical vertical screen. Is you are doing the same sort of thing. Well, I only got a few levels in, but I, I may, might change later on because it's obviously a later game. But you've got an extra button to change into a different beast because normally you're on a little yeah. ostrich, it's same as Joust, landing on people's heads to kill them. But then you can turn into a Pegasus, which apparently is v- much better on the land when you're walking around rather than flying. You can still fly, but mm. it's slower. got different qualities. And I think you can lance people when you're on the ground with it.
0: Oh, I didn't, re- I didn't I work. I think that out. that's
1: the idea of it. But yeah, a bit of a weird mechanic. We need to play it more, maybe.
0: And there's, yeah, there's more
1: bonuses. There's, there's actually less room to move around, really, cause yeah, the because backgrounds the backgrounds are... do things. You can sort of crash into the backgrounds, can't you? Mm. Rather than being just invisible. Yeah, interesting one. Mm. Rare Cab. Nice to see one mm. in the UK.
0: Nice looking game and a good game, I think.
1: Hardware heroes.
0: Let's go for it.
1: I'm looking into the Sega R360 arcade hardware. Not just a PCB this time. This is the actual machine, Stroke Ride. This mm. is a crazy arcade cabinet, which is actually a theme park ride that housed arcade hardware to play specific games that were themed for the cabinet. This thing looks like a large metal hamster ball. <laughs> that a single human hamster can sit in and it's got a theme park style foldable harness that comes over your head like you get on the roller coasters and also a seatbelt to hold you in the thing is actually a large gyroscope it's able to roll infinitely along the x-axis and also the y-axis giving true 360 degree movement at frightening speeds you control a jet fighter in galaxy wars which was the original game for the cabinet on release mm. and you can have a, a driven through style ride or actually play the game with you moving yourself around while playing on the screen against the different fighters and stuff. But the actual ride will just move you around, it's sort of an on rails thing, you'd have to shoot and you just sit there and enjoy the ride. Yeah. The whole thing has pressure mats all around it and an operator column alongside the machine for safety. Coin mechs were actually removed for safety because you could just put some money in and play the game. Mm. But the thing is, it's quite a dangerous looking thing. And if you get near it, it could hurt you. And also, the operator would keep an eye on things. And there was also emergency stops on the operator column as well as a panic button inside the cab. So if you got a bit worried or feel a bit sick, you press the button. But when you press the button inside the cabinet, it stops exactly where you are. So if you were upside down at the time, you're going to be hanging around for a bit. (laughs) <laughs> and it will not reset itself until the operator has cleared you know, anyone out of the way or safety matters or whatever. And they'll press the reset button and it'll come back to the normal position. But then the game's over. That's it. If you press that panic button, you're out of there. You've lost your three quid or however much it cost back in the day to play it.
0: Mm.
1: If you could get near this thing in full motion, it probably would kill you. It doesn't to move quick. Many people are quite wobbly when they get out of the thing as well. Some of the games were released and compatible with the movements. They were all based on the Sega Y board, apart from Wing War, which was Model 1 hardware. The games were Galaxy Wars, Galaxy Wars 2, Power Drift, which is the driving game. That must have a limited movement. You couldn't go upside down in that, surely? Maybe when you crashed, because you do flip over when you crash. Oh, right. That'd be quite fun, wouldn't it? Yeah. That's interesting. G-Lock, Rail Chase, Strike Fighter, and then Wing War. I've never played, or rather experienced, the R360... And I don't think I ever saw one back in the day, did you?
0: Yes, I did. Really? I saw one. Yeah, it was in Mr it was called Mr B's in Blackpool, which is oh. now called Star Attraction.
1: Okay. Did you and go it
0: on it? A... No, I didn't. No, there was a big queue and I was... I wasn't brave enough to go on it. They had a like a, a roped off section around it as well.
1: Yeah, I think that was for safety because if you got near it you'd hit a mat and it would just stop. I do know, I believe, that Craig Walker of Giz10P, which is the Sega Amusement Spares and Repairs Company, still has a working one. Um, and a guy called Kevin Kynart, com, has three machines. Okay. And he's got a, a site that does an upkeep on them, and he sells them. And he's also after more machines to buy. So if you've got one for sale, just hanging around your house, sell it to Kevin. Sega actually updated this idea in 2015 with a two-player sat together machine for the Transformers Human Alliance special. This game's look, It looks like an on-rail shooter, but I'd still like a go of it. I have played that. Not in the movement cab, though. No, it is
0: an on-rail shooter. It's decent enough.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I'm not into those, but I think with the movement, it might be quite fun. Because apparently, the new one is a lot quicker and it shifts around quicker. Mm, I, I played that in um, Landidly Doodnor. I've put a fun YouTube video of some people playing it. And mm-hmm. if anyone knows where I working R360 is, I'd like to know because so I would go on it. Mm. Do you know what I thought would be fun as well? When I was writing this in the bath earlier, I had some thoughts. I have a lot of thoughts in the bath. Yeah. I went to a trade show once, an engineering trade show in, in Birmingham, NEC. And for a sort of fun thing to do, they had a massive robot arm, like a, a big one. And it held two seats. And my two bosses at the time actually went in it. And they had a program to, to fling people around. And also the seats span round as well. Yeah. So they, they were flinging people around upside down and around, all around really quick, and then they'd flip the seat around and stuff to show how good this thing, how quickly it moves. But what I was thinking is that if they were clever enough, and they'd never do it because it would never make any money or be too expensive to make, but they could put a big screen in front of you and have you as an actual moving space harrier. Mm-hmm. Do you know how a space harrier moves across the screen? You can have a yeah. crosshair on the screen with your fire button and wherever you move, actually physically move the robot arm with you in it, moving around, that's where you'd move on the screen, you'd shoot like that. That'd be cool, wouldn't it? It would be good. I don't think they will ever do it, though. Do you?
0: No, there is a new kind of a spiritual successor to Space Area that's being made, though, isn't there? Is there really? Yeah, we talked about it a while back. It is called something like... I forgot. Dave Harrier. Welcome to the family, Get ready. Dave Harrier. Dave Harrier 2. Yeah, it's sort of a based on space area kind of physics, game physics.
1: Well, to wind this one up, I hope they use the hardware they've invented for, or they've remade for the Human Alliance game, the Transforms game, to make other mm. games. That'd be a lot of yeah. fun. Especially mm. sort of an airplane type game, or a car game where you're moving around, and then if you crash, you get flung around. Just don't eat your dinner first. Right. Right. Nearly there. Next show's game, and it's my pick. Next show's game.
0: You've left it blank again, so I don't know what you're going to pick, but can you You need to sort of give me a bit of a heads-up so I
1: can come back with some witty comment. You mean practice and beat me. No, that's not happening. Oh. Do you know why I haven't put one in there? Because you don't know. Because I haven't decided yet. Well, it's,
0: it's a bit late now.
1: It is a bit, isn't it? We could do Pandora's Palace again. No, absolutely not. Three lives, kids. Never again. Let's do... Jungler. Jungler. Yeah, it's an old Konami game. See, I go for the obscure stuff, the old stuff, me. But you don't get much more obscure than Pandora's Palace.
0: All mm. Or better. Mm. Jungler, kids. Is it a maze game? Yes. Oh, are you a snake? Yes. I get this and Nibbler mixed
1: up, you know.
3: You have just made a serious mistake, my
1: friend. Snakey maze game. It's better than Nibbler. I like it better than Nibbler. It's not as fast. Ooh. Standard settings, which we will put on our show notes... Get practising, it's lovely. Jungler, right. And that's about it. Oh, you've got a question before we go.
0: Yeah, is it, I've heard people talking about this, they say, I'm, I'm playing arcades. Is it, I am playing arcades, or I am playing arcade games? Because when I hear playing, an arcade to me is a building with arcade games in it. it is. So when you say, I'm playing arcades. No, don't they, be they so silly,
1: be... it's I'm playing arcade games. Yeah. You're playing games in an arcade, therefore they are arcade games. Mm. That's you tell.
0: Yeah, I've, I've heard a few people say it, and I thought it's not arcades; it's arcade
1: games. Yeah, it's like it's not playing with Legos. You're playing with Lego. Yeah. You have lots of Lego in a bag. You don't have Legos in a bag. Behave yourself. Do you still play with Lego? Yeah, in the bath sometimes. <laughs> don't sit on it. Pointy. No. Oh, that's it from us. Goodbye from me. See you in two weeks' time. Thanks for listening.
0: Thanks for listening, kids. Goodbye.
1: Don't look at Spider-Man's crotch. You can download or play the podcast, read all the show notes and leave feedback at www10 You can email me at vertvic at 10 You can also reach us on our Facebook page. You can tweet me at 10 and you can tweet Sean at Sean Holly. We'd love to hear from you for game suggestions, arcade pickups and stories or any of your personal thoughts on anything we may have covered.